Alright, what's good, what's good, what's good? Welcome to Reflections of a DJ, the Road Podcast, uh, presented by DJ City. Big shout out to DJ City. I'm one of your hosts, DJ Crooked. We got DJ Never. Yo, what up? We got Jamie the Great. Yeah. Uh, D Miles is actually MIA, so we got my man P Dot. What up, what up? Filling in for him. What's good, P Dot? And then we got a special, special guest by way of Miami. Uh, Nicaragua. 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 You know what I'm saying? We got three uh, uh, DMC World Champion three years in a row, right? Yes, I would sir. say uh, Time Magazine Best DJ of 2001. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. That's more. Because, because DMC <laughs> champions to that list. And then, uh, Time Magazine knows. <laughs> <laughs> they know about DJ. Uh, the Allies crew, one half of two cents with four colors, Zach. Uh, I spoke to a lot of my homies in Miami, and I mean, they call you basically the godfather who put Miami on the map and really put it out there and you repped it real for real. Uh aka the goat. A tracks bodyguard, aka self <laughs> <laughs> the Luca Brazzi for A track, yeah. you know what I'm saying? We got, <laughs> I have no we got idea who that is. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like we got Luca, <laughs> Luca Brazzi <laughs> from The Godfather. Oh, okay. uh, he was like his, his main hit man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yo, we got the infamous legendary craze in the building. What's yeah. good? What up, what up, good, man? What's good? We're, so you're here in Vegas. You're doing um, Commonwealth tonight. Yes, sir. And then you got a long week in Miami, right? Yes, sir. WMC, when the music conference starts this week, right? Yes, sir. It what is it? Today, I think motherfuckers are throwing parties. Oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> so you're basically like four days in a row? Yeah, and I leave... I, I accepted I accepted a gig in Puerto Rico just because I was like, fucking Saturday is when it gets really crazy with Ultra and all that shit. I was like, I'm out. I'm going to Puerto Rico. <laughs> get out the shit. And then Sunday I get back and then we do the the, the strip club party. Oh, this oh, year shit. this What's year it's A tracks and friends kind of thing. Where's that? What strip club oh. is that? Gold oh. Rush. Oh, <clears throat> that's that used to be Eleven and then they tore it down and they made Eleven Vegas style strip club. Wait wait wait. So you're doing it at Eleven? No, no, no. It used to be at 11. Gold Rush used yeah. to be at 11. 11. And then they tore it down. Oh. And they, in Miami. And so they, it's the original 11. Yeah. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. Oh. That's crazy. But now it's in Gold Rush. is like North Miami. So. Why not Tootsie's, man? That's one of my favorite strip clubs. I, I, I don't go to strip clubs, bro. <laughs> I don't go to strip clubs. You guys I've, have been doing that party I've been, for a, I've been in Tootsie's once. Yeah. Um, but I, Gold Rush is dope. Gold right. Rush, the original Gold Rush was fucking hood and dope. And it was like right there. <clears throat> downtown so like everybody after ultra could just yeah just slide on through yeah. and mm-hmm. it was Great. dope and then you guys have been doing that party many, for a couple years right yeah many legendary nights there uh the parties it's actually not my party it's the overthrows party okay. but i that was always the one like just yeah, inviting through, right? inviting all the homies Yo, you want to see titties and spin <laughs> <laughs> for free? All right, let's go. <laughs> Does uh, WMC still do the scratch-off thing? Uh, nah. Nah, right? When did they stop doing that shit? Because you won like four years. That was actually one of your first <laughs> yeah, DJ kinda. competitions, right? Yeah, and I was, that was one of, the, one of the battles I lost. Yeah. I lost to this guy named DJ Domination. I mean, he's huge, though. Oh, he's the best DJ in Asia. <laughs> like, number one DJ in Asia. Like, AKA the GOAT, too. Fucking 12 years in a row. Like, domination. No, but conference stopped. They're starting it again this year. The scratch-off? Mm-mm. Oh, no, no. The WMC. The conference. The it actual did, right? conference. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It stopped? Cause, cause it's not, yeah, yeah, because that's why it became Miami Music Week. Uh-huh. Right? So, oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. When did it stop? I have no idea. But this year, they reached out to a bunch of us, and they were like, we're doing it again. Yeah, did it stop when they were having that whole war with Ultra and stuff like that? 
I guess. I didn't even know they had a war, but yeah. Because they like Ultra was trying to like the Ultra Music Fest was like trying to get closer and closer mm. towards WMC, right? Yeah. Wasn't Ultra like a week after WMC or some shit like that? Yeah, I think it was. Like, it was something like that. Yeah, you're I, right. You're right. It and was. And there was like a little like a there was like a fucking war, like a civil war in Miami. <laughs> yeah, who got <laughs> what day? Festival. Yeah, because yeah, then it just it just became a party. So it was like nobody gave a fuck about the conference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and no, yeah, nobody yeah. wanted it. like you would buy the badges and try to get into parties, and people were like, no, you can't get into these parties with the badges. And that's I think that's what you mean. It became a war because. Nobody gave a fuck about conference. Well, no, like, wasn't at one point, wasn't like Ultra trying to take DJs away from, they were trying to take the bigger name DJs from WMC, the WMC parties? I have no idea. Well, there's one thing that Ultra does. You can't play at parties if Ultra books you. Some DJs can't play yeah, other parties yeah. if I they I heard book about you. that, yeah. But yeah, but that's just exclusivity shit. Like, that's not on, <laughs> you know. So that, I mean, wait, so that stopped and it's coming, it's, it's just starting. It's again? just starting back again this year. So what's what the I conference know. like? Do you know? Conference used to be dope, but he's, you know, he's a lot of panels and shit, a lot of like, you know, So are you networking. speaking anything or not? Yeah, me and A-Track, we're talking about the future of turntablism. And then that's on a Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah, we're just talking shit. What's the way? So there, like there's been a revival of like turntablism, would you say? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Let me know. <laughs> I hope so. You don't think so? You don't I see mean, it in like the youth? I see like a lot more... Yeah, in in the youth, yes, kind of. Yeah, it's because of kind Instagram, of. though, right? It's like the Instagram videos. Everyone yeah. wants to be have that video up. Yeah. yeah, and more power to them. Shit, I wish, I wish there's more interest in turntablism. That that'll be amazing. Like, you don't see it though. You don't see it. I don't. Really, I, I guess I don't be checking for it, but I, I I do see the kids. Like I see like all the little girls and like you know, um, Brandon Duke. Brandon uh, Duke. Yeah, yeah. He got busy at Goldie Awards, and he's like. 10 or whatever yeah <laughs> like yeah. he's hella sm- young which yeah. is which is which is dope though too because i see kids like what you're saying and then i don't see like nothing in between and then kids i'm like what the fuck happened no nah, like, i see like years? a bunch of like like nightclub djs trying to do routines nowadays and yeah. tone playing shit i mean oh yeah yeah yeah. i see a lot of that yeah yeah, yeah. I, see but a lot, like more, I see a lot more interest in like trying to be a, a three-star dj oh, okay uh, but like, you wouldn't call that turntablist yeah, of course that's turntable. Yeah, but so but like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant like like battle style shit. Like, oh, but no, 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 no I do no. see the three style vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just sure. like the tone play and all yeah. that stuff. Like that. Everybody tone plays. Are you? I mean, you are you all with it? You cool with <laughs> it? Yeah. Of course. I I like skills. I like I like people doing dope shit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm I'm, I'm all for it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> getting tired of the tone play shit. I'm like pff, more tone play. Let's go. Fuck you it. like that shit? I love it. Really? Yeah, even, the, even when it's off key and sounding <laughs> whack, and you're like, you need for effort. I'm like, yeah, you try, like, you try, buddy. <laughs> good for you. A good coach. <laughs> but you, you'd rather hear that in in like a club environment or like a, a showcase nah. environment. No, no, no. In a club environment, nah. I don't want to hear scratching. You, know, you don't? Nah. Just party rocking. Yeah, Mixing, of course. Blending. Yeah, that's why. That's. I mean, we'll get into it, but that's why it, it bugs me that people think that we're in clubs. Scratching for like an hour. Oh no! I mean, <laughs> nah, I don't think people I think, think there's that. like a balance. There's a balance, well, right? There's a balance to being dope in a club. Like, yeah, like I won't have a scratch solo, but I'll do a trick, and I'll cut everything in, mm-hmm. and I'll make it funky and fresh. Like I come from the premiere era, where it's like funky. I'm not gonna fucking. You're not gonna stop the party. <laughs> I won't do that shit. I'll just be like, ah, ah, oh, ah, boom. That's it. 
That, that's all you gonna give him? <laughs> you're, you're in a club. You're in a club. Like I always save the the hardcore shit for the end if they're there for me. But yeah, I was watching like clubs? A, I was watching like an early interview uh, with maybe probably in the early two thousands. And you were saying like you would have like the the DMC like fans of the groupies at the clubs and they would like pissed. They'd be pissed <laughs> that you're just that you're Still. just party rocking. Yo, this is a fucking routine, bro. Still. They, they want you to do like throw the routines out there. Yeah, and stuff. yeah. I mean, in like the early two thousands, like when turntablism was at at the peak, you know, people wanted to come see us just do that shit. And I come from like the party rocking. Era. You come from actually clubs, yeah. Yeah, come from like party rock and shit so i would tell promoters like nah i want to spend for like an hour and they'd be like we're not gonna pay you more though and i'm just like i don't give a fuck i just want to spend and i'll save the you know the shit for the end and they'd be like all right cool and i would just rock and people would just stand there like when the fuck is he gonna do it <laughs> <laughs> like, just happened there for in fact the first table turns that i did shout out sugar cuts the first uh table turns i did in new york <laughs> that was the that was the case Table turns was just for showcasing. Mm-hmm. And um, I was just like, no, nah, I want to spin. And Sugar Cuts was like, nah, but this is just for like routines and shit. And I was like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> so you're just playing? And I was just spinning records, just party rocking. And people were just like, when the fuck is he going to do his art of noise? <laughs> <laughs> and and that, was a, that was a thing. Like, yeah. To the tricks. <laughs> Hurry up. Turn even, around. Even in the German bass days, like, um, like when people came to see me spin drum and bass, I would just like spin some hip hop in the beginning, and they would just be like, "Like, why is he gonna spin drum and bass?" <laughs> and they would just, well, the phone shit wasn't big back then, so they would just kind of be like, <laughs> like oh, whispering, <laughs> making <Yeah>. signs, <laughs> making <laughs> signs and shit. What's Side the language? hand signals for drum and bass? Yeah. Like? I'm known for <laughs> pissing my fans off. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, so you started in Miami doing clubs. Mm-hmm. You kind of got caught into the whole DJ competition world, turntablist world. And uh, you see, you you said earlier in the interviews that you actually wanted to become a scratch DJ, or that became a passion of yours after you took like tabs and you like listened to Q-Tip. Or, I mean, not Cuber. Cuber. Listen to Cuber. Yeah, yeah. I took some acid and um, I listened to Pumpkin Squeeze music. Yeah, yeah. And that kind of got you into the whole like wanting to be kind of turntableist. That was it. That changed that my it. life. That was it. I was playing Mike Tyson Punch Out on my waterbed, listening to Qbert's <laughs> on my waterbed. Uh, what on the my fuck? Fucking waterbed. <laughs> Damn, you were rich, rich man. No, no, no. That was that was my brother's waterbed that he gave to us. <laughs> I mean, my waterbed was like as big as my room. That's yeah. You know I mean? Like my room was tiny. So it was an indoor pool. <laughs> so, exactly. So, like you would walk into my room and it's like okay, the setup Floating. is here and then the fucking bed is here and. Yeah, I just that shit got me into into turntablism. That shit just after that, just and then you were in the DJ competition world. Mm-hmm. You won three years in a row. You did a whole shit ton of other competitions. Mm-hmm. You kind of like in two thousand. Did you just want to like tap out? You're like, yo, I've done wh- all that I could do. Kind of. Yeah, it was mad stressful. <laughs> Why? Is what that? was the stress? Yeah, um, I didn't know how to handle like anything. Like I was just battling just because I I was a b boy and I was just like it was fun. And then after the second time, the pressure was just really mounting up. People just wanted because you you mentioned in a few interviews about anxiety. Yeah, You're like yo, a lot of the anxiety I had. That was my height of anxiety. That was my was height like of depression. That was the yeah. height of everything. And really? I was blowing up. Wow. Yeah, you kept winning. Yeah, and I was. It was like, I well, I don't think I was depressed, but I think that there was a lot of like 
anxiety. Like I, my, my girl had just had our kid. Mm -hmm. my, my girl had our kid like five days before the, to, to, uh, the 1999 World Finals. My daughter was supposed to be born on the day of the mm -hmm. uh, 1999 World Finals. So I was, I remember I went to the emergency room. I was like, I think I'm dying. Like my heart is wow. not, you know, and people were like, you're bugging. You're, you know, I used to have anxiety attacks all the time oh my yeah. god so same bro <laughs> yeah same yeah wow, it was I couldn't even, <laughs> except you weren't doing a dj competition no it wasn't it could, was some other shit i couldn't even get on flights like i i kind of have that problem at times yeah i'm yeah the height shit it's some mental shit though it's yeah. like some yeah like i didn't know what the fuck was going on i just thought i was dying like i was trying yeah. to go to the hospital all the time like that's crazy feel my, my heart feel my like, heart feel yeah, my yeah. Heart. i was like mom i can't breathe Duh. i can't breathe she was like what are you talking about you're breathing I'm like, yeah. I, just, I don't know. It's just like, you know, it was just the pressure, I guess. It was just too much. I always kind of wonder, like, around that era, around 2000, and you started doing, like, you were, like, pretty head, like, deep into, like, drum and bass around that time, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, I don't know, were you, were you still doing clubs in Miami? Um, because you mentioned, like, Magic Mike a lot. Yeah. And, I, you know, I think we're this actually. Well, like, growing up, that was my hero. See, like, I grew up. So we're, we're born in literally the same year. 77? 77. Okay. And then I'm October and you're November. November. Yeah. yeah. So you're yeah. Scorpio. Yeah. Why yeah. Why You're in Miami and I was in New York. Long Only distance brothers here. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was in Nicaragua. I think you were in New York. <laughs> uh, so then I, Magic Mike, I only remember from the Source magazine. Because he was like the only DJ that had like an ad in the Source magazine, right? Yeah. He had like a... He had kept putting out albums like every week and i would just and i would just be like yo what who the fuck is magic mike yeah. i could be wrong but his whole claim to fame was being the first platinum uh selling artist no for hip-hop for hip-hop i mean i google it i'm that's what that's that's the story i remember because i was always proud about that shit i was like yeah Miami bass. for dj nah come on nah. like run dmc yeah. or something like run dmc <laughs> ll <laughs> or something that he maybe said like he the, was first the, first, the first dj or the first dj shit. to yeah. have a platinum yeah. I, I believe the I first believe dj that. to have yeah. a platinum yeah but for yeah. me like he was a huge inspiration i actually saw him in a club in miami when i was like 15. And I've never heard anything from him. I've never heard any music from him. You just saw that, that ad. I just the remember that ad magazine. being in New York yeah. and looking at the source and being like, who the fuck is this? Mm -hmm. Why is he in the source magazine every fucking month? Yeah. With a new album. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you, and then I would hear like, yo, like Miami, obviously Miami bass was a, a big thing in Miami. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And he was like leading the whole pack of that. Yeah. yeah and kinda, I'm, yeah. I'm wondering. And you but said, he was from Orlando, but yeah. Yeah. He was leading all that. And then Florida. You, you mentioned towards the late 90s that you hated the Jiggy era. You hated. Yeah. It was the same shit. I saw the Stretch and Barbito uh, documentary and it was the same shit that he was feeling. Like 98, I didn't, I didn't like any of the records coming out. It was almost like a betrayal a little bit of hip hop. Just like, like it just became jiggy, right? Like selling the fuck it's out like though, right? Everybody, they started making real money yeah. around that time. Yeah, like that whole vibe started coming into hip hop. And See, I loved it. I mean, that was I mean, yeah, I, I loved <laughs> it. The jiggy era would probably like me. But we was in New like, York, was, you know what I'm I mean, saying? Yeah, like, yeah, it was cool for the yeah, clubs. Yeah. I mean, exactly, it yeah. was great for the clubs, you know what I mean? But it wasn't what I liked. It mm -hmm. wasn't like, it was just exactly how Shred said. He was just like, I couldn't find records that I that I believed in anyone. Yeah, uh, you know what I mean. It, there wasn't shit that I was like, I'm standing behind what I'm playing. You know what I mean? It was yeah. it was it was becoming That's, one of those things where it was like, all right, now I got to get drunk and play these records. Not you know even understandable. <laughs> so yeah. it was like, nah. And at the time when I discovered drum and bass, I liked that vibe because it it reminded me of hip hop. It was all about the music. It was but all I was gonna, about I was the gonna say was that 
I mean, obviously it's a couple BPMs off, but it was very simple. <laughs> <laughs> but it's very similar to like Miami bass, a little bit. It's just oh. a little bit faster, like a little bit. Nah. I was thinking if there was a connection there, though. I mean, I guess bass. Yeah, that's the only connection I could make because not none of my boys in Miami liked it. They none thought I was all. They thought I was on drugs, which I was. I was on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> but they were just like, "Yo, you bugging?" And I'm just like, "Yo, just I'm feeling it. Like I don't." And I just gotta follow what I feel. You feel me? Like, but that was another thing that I was asked. I wanted to ask you was that when you were getting into the whole drum and bass scene and the rave scene and everything, it was like kind of the coming for like E, right? Coming for like like e. like ecstasy. Ecstasy, and ecstasy was like, <laughs> no. was kind of getting like bigger and bigger. And oh, I, like, I thought you meant I was on E. No, yeah, Not, yeah it was, How do you know my life? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but I was wondering if like you were getting into it because of like the, the drugs, the drugs and the atmosphere nah. and everything like that. No, nah, no, nah, it was just. I didn't. I didn't fuck with house techno. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, I didn't fuck with none of that shit. I was just. Yeah. I. I fucked with drum and bass because the first time I went to Europe, I played in Munich and I played at this club. I was in the front room and I was doing hip hop shit, mm -hmm. scratching mm -hmm. and all that shit. And this was before I even doing. Uh, this is before I won DMC. This is '97 or some shit. Yeah, '97 or '96. They they brought me out there off the strength of my homie from Chocolate Industries. Like he had sent them a mixtape of mine. And just off a mixtape, they were like, mm -hmm. we fuck with him. Has he ever been to Germany? And I was like, I'm going to Germany. I remember I still had a Nicaraguan passport. So oh, it was shit. a big deal for me to go out there. And I, I had no money. Like, my boy from Chocolate Industries, like, gave me, like, 500 bucks just so I could survive. All right, anyway, so I was in Munich. After I did my shit, I was like, what's in the main room? And they were like, fucking Shy FX and DJ Hype. And I was like, no clue. Like, well, how did they? How did they? Uh, how did they? Were they receptive to the hip hop, or was it? Yeah, like, back yeah. then, like if you was a hip hop boy in Europe, you were dope. Like yeah. you got mad props. Like you know, it's pre-internet shit. So like, you, you're out there and you're playing hip hop shit. They, it was like a secret society you. too, right? Yeah, yeah hip hop they, was like they definitely. Loved you. Like what you was you playing cool at the? Fuck. What was you playing at the time? Ninety six, ninety seven. I mean, like Woo, Mob D, oh, shit like that. Crazy. Yeah, okay. you know, shit, that was that era, and um. Yeah, so I went to the other room, and the first song I heard was Bambada by Shy FX, and it was basically Rapper's Delight on 45. And everybody was going fucking crazy, fucking lighters in the air, fucking pulling reloads. And that, to me, was like some Miami shit. Like, I was at like a sound clash or some shit. I was like, yo, lighters? Rewinds? What? I was like, yo, this is my vibe. Like, And I was fucking with it. And I came back, and I was like, yo. Drum bass, that's the new shit. And everybody was like, all right, Craze. And you're saying with the rewind, <laughs> you're saying with the lighters and the rewinds, almost like the reggae culture, like the yeah, scene like where it's like, clash, yeah. Yeah, 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 that's dope. Yeah, that was, that's, that's what I felt. And that's what it was to me. And I was just like, all right, cool. This hip hop shit's starting to suck now. <laughs> <laughs> was you able to find it in the States at the time? German bass? Yeah. Yeah, but it was all imports and it was yeah. mad expensive. Okay, yeah. mm -hmm. Like, dude, I, I spent a fortune just buying German bass records. Did you Damn. try to bring it? To Miami, during base. You, yeah, did you want to like create? Yeah, there like was. A, a, a I mean, I didn't bring it. Like, there was a crew in Miami called B Camp, and when I, you know, they started popping off a couple years after, and then I was like, I would just go to their club, and they were just like, "Oh shit, crazy! What are you doing here?" You know what I mean? I'd just yeah. be like, "I like this music." <laughs> like, really? I'm like, "Yeah." Can I spin? They're like, "For free?" I'm like, "Yeah." Just give me a couple Coronas. I'm gonna go in and. Couple Coronas. <laughs> And yeah, it's like drum bass was the shit back then. I and remember in a small circle. So like I, I was always cool with DJ Boogie Blind, Executioners, you yeah, know, yeah. like all those dudes. And they were they he lived in the same building as Rock Raider, rest in peace. Mm -hmm. And so like I would talk to them. I remember like I would, we would speak about a track and you, and he'd be like, uh, 
he'd just be like ah you know i think he would just be like yeah, i don't know I'd like yo i'll be like yo you ever met craze da 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 blah 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 <laughs> and then at the time he would just be like yo craze is on some drum and bass shit i don't know what he's doing <laughs> yeah but i, I feel like you got pigeonholed into that scene of course yeah and it did was that like was it hard to get it back into the clubs or did you feel like <clears throat> yeah i mean uh even just being a scratch dj you were pigeonholed being a fucking scratch dj you know like whatever i did it was always like all right now he's doing that and i'm just like all right but you know i'm gonna switch in like a year <laughs> you, know, you know i'm gonna do something different in a year like knowing what you know now mm. if you went back to like the 98 99 2000 mm -hmm. what would you have strategically plotted out exactly how you would have juggled every kind of like you would have stayed in clubs i would have done a little this and done a little that it was just like the first time for everything i feel like so there was yeah. no the you know only, what i mean yeah, right, yeah of though, course right? like I, sometimes i feel like if i could do it again i would make an alias because everybody you know that's what they do nowadays they make mm -hmm, an alias yeah. for like all right now i'm a dubstep dj all right now i'm a fucking techno dj here's my alias mm -hmm. maybe but then i'm like nah because i love the fact that i do whatever the fuck i want to do <laughs> No, I like that. I like that you kept it all crazy. It's yeah, just it's the like, faces yeah, yeah. of crazy. Yeah, and that's exactly <laughs> that's like, like chapter books. <laughs> my, my management was like, you know, so like what, you know, like well, my new management they asked me like, so what, what, what is your crowd like? I'm like, depending on how old they are. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? If they're young, they probably fuck with all this new beat shit. If they're like my age, they probably fuck with DMC or drum and bass. If they're like fucking thirty somethings, they probably fuck with all the club shit and the moonbatone shit that I used to make. If they, you know what I mean, like it's different eras for whatever the fuck mm -hmm. I was into. So it's like I got mad fans from different eras and shit. Are you are you noticing like the younger, the, like your younger fans or your following? Are they wanting something different from you when they see you DJ? The younger cats. Um, I feel like they would want to see you the routines. Well, the young the younger cats that just find out about me they're like bugging out like what the fuck you do all that scratching shit yeah. like you know so they want to see more of that and i'm just like bro just youtube me bro <laughs> like, just, just youtube just, this just, is just YouTube me. i'm not gonna break my history down for you bro <laughs> but um <laughs> i like the the new cats i, I like it because it's fresh to them they're just like they're you know they mm -hmm. they don't they're not pissed off that i haven't pissed them off yet basically <laughs> i haven't i haven't disappointed them yet Yet, yo, Christian, has he ever disappointed you? No, okay, we good, we good. So, I fuck with Christian. <laughs> <laughs> so Christian's like our intern. He's twenty years old. So we have basically every kind of generational age group, uh, age group here that's going right. through. So, so we the old niggas. Yeah, we don't. We don't. As my daughter Christian, likes Christian. to call us, <laughs> Christian. Where would you put Craze in in your age group for you guys in your generation? How do you guys look at him? Old head. Like, nah, <laughs> no level, like God level. Yeah, I told you, God level, bro. God status. God status. God status. Up there. Who's who's the God status motherfuckers? I feel like there's a trifecta of like turntable as God status. Would I feel it, like there's three, but go Jazzy, ahead. yeah, trifecta. So it'd be it would be Craze, it would be uh, A Track, Jazzy Jeff. Damn. You put Jeff Z trip in there. Yeah. We, we gotta do a tour. We gotta do a tour. Say Z trip more Z -trip than Jeff. More than Jeff? Yeah. yeah. Damn. Yeah. Really? Huh? I think so. Yeah. I think it's like <laughs> they don't know Z trip like that. No one knows mm. Z trip no, like that. Like, like, yeah, I think Z trip's my era. Yeah, they know Jazzy Jeff because of like Fresh Prince and shit, like Will Smith, and like does it connect? I personally think that Jeff is the the God God. The God God. Yeah, yeah. Just, just the way he's been around the longest. 
Yeah. Been around the longest, been influential the longest. I and mean, like, still just, doing it. And he's still like relevant. I mean, just the yeah. fact yeah. that he created a scratch, like the Transformer <laughs> scratch, I think that's. Chazzy Chad with the Transformer. Yeah. That's fucking yeah. crazy. Yeah. Like that's I th- yeah that, that's God level. You Even if he scratch. did nothing after that, I think that's still God's status. Just I, yeah, like, I, think I, <laughs> I would say he's like the president, and fucking A Track is like the vice president. And you're like, and I'm like the military guy. (laughs) I'm like killer, the Luca Brasi, that guy. All right, where do you put Z Trip in this then? Z Trip is the House of Congress. He's in the House of Congress. (laughs) Yeah, he's in there. He's the one right underneath the vice president. Oh no, or vice president underneath the Secretary of State. There you go, Secretary. (laughs) Yes, because you're mad political. You know, you know the terms. (laughs) Um, so. I want to get into this. Uh, there's a few quotes, and obviously, I want to get into, you know, the, the whole Twitter thing with you and Rakuten <laughs> and A Track and I'm stuff like that. I was vexed last week. Now I'm over it. You're over it. <laughs> I know. So then now we have like a now you have like kind now, of like now you have the calm down craze. Yeah, yeah. Like, which is good. Which because is great because like good. last but, week I would have been like fuck him, fuck him. Hold on, hold on. We'll turn him up right now. <laughs> Open this down Hula real quick. <laughs> get it going. <laughs> No, but now you're more introspect. Like you've you've kind of like just seen everything. Yeah, like, yeah. And now you're kind of you like processed yeah. everything. Processed it. Because I felt like you. I, I go in. I feel like you. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know those no, are, no, you don't go in. It's <laughs> fucking bulldozing. Just come in top. Yeah, those are rapid fire. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you blew up the whole building. <laughs> Shit. All right. So what? What? Because you went in on rock. Mm. What was it that you felt? What? What just triggered you? Just. He's he's talked shit before. Yeah. So I, I was just. It didn't take uh, much. It didn't take much, and I had some drinks in me. He's I was. Saucy. <laughs> he's I was watching a movie or something, or I was having dinner with my wife, and then some homie just like DM'd me, and he was like, "Yo, what's up with your man's?" And I was like, "What?" And then I read that shit. My bad. And then I read that shit, and I was just like, just I was like, uh-uh, you don't talk to my boys like that, bro. <laughs> Who the fuck is you? You know? And it's like. With with especially with eight track right like, eight track is the most well spoken, the most mm-hmm. nicest, genuine, sincere, sincere. Yeah. Like I don't have enough adjectives for this motherfucker. You right. feel me? Like he was only coming from a good place. Like he cares. He was only coming yeah. from a good place. Yeah. For mm-hmm. anybody to be like, nah, you can't speak on. I was like, no, 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 no. Like you know, and I was that guy in high school. I was the quiet, low key dude. If I saw somebody fucking with the the nerd or some shit, I would, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I'd get my ass beat just for like standing up for kids. You feel right. me? Mm-hmm. Just because I hated that shit. You know what I'm saying? I hate motherfuckers that think they could just, yo, no, no, no. You yeah. know, it's like, yeah. nah, nah, nah. You better come with some better shit though. Like, if he would have said, if 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 Trizzy would have been on some bullshit, <laughs> I would have just. Stood back like, whoa, what's going on here? <laughs> back and forth. But I was just like, no, 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 no. Day track, he was only coming from a genuine good mm. place. Like mm-hmm. there was no it will in his So mm-hmm. you didn't like the fact that he said you don't have you don't have the right to speak about this. Yeah, like who the fuck yeah. is you? That's it. K <laughs> <laughs> like, track knows more about the culture than you. I so but do you see Rathacon's argument Okay check a this out bit. Everybody Okay Cause I, I was reading The tweets yeah. too Everybody was like Oh he has a good point It wasn't a good point It was an obvious point It was an obvious point That being good enough In his world Isn't enough mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's an obvious point That's not a good point It sucks actually That being dope Isn't good enough anymore 
You feel me? So I was just like, that's not a good point, bro. That's not a good point. You're trying to, you know, you're, you're trying to shut down this guy that's trying to help that whole scene, that whole thing. He's only trying to help. So why mm-hmm. the fuck are you saying anything? Well, I like, I, I think, or, or, you know, yeah, the calm down craze. He has the right to his opinion, right? <laughs> All right. He has the right to his correct. opinion. The politically <laughs> yeah. correct craze is coming out. He has the right to his opinion, but he wasn't saying anything bad. So why come mm-hmm. with this energy? Right. Why come yeah. with this like, uh-uh? Yeah. Like, come on, bro. Yeah. <laughs> that I mean, was that's yeah. the only thing that triggered me because I was just like. And because he he used to talk shit about me. It wasn't like he talked shit about me a lot, but I heard before that he would, you know. And it was like back then, even in Miami, like club DJs would talk shit about me. And I was always just like. They did? Yeah, you know, just like. Dude, I've spoken to a bunch of DJs in Miami and no one has older DJs. Oh, so like the older dudes? Older dudes, older dudes. They're the ones who are hating on him because Because I I even told you, you know Raul though, Raul? Raulism? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, nothing but dope shit. Dizza? From Peach Fuzz? Yeah, but they're younger cats. Well, Raul was my age. Yeah. But I'm talking about like, yeah, DJs from that other generation. (laughs) He doesn't want to give no shine. I'm not going to give no shine. No shine. The ones that don't do it. It wasn't even like they would talk shit. They would just kind of be like, oh, he can't rock. This, kind of these jealousy. kind of clubs and I would just be like I don't want to mm-hmm. but <laughs> it was that vibe where it was just like but why are you talking but shit but that's not the case too I mean you do uh, want to be like you said a statement that I don't I don't want to be a good club DJ I don't club. it's not in my interest right now not right now but I mean well, you, that's what I meant you do want to be able to rock a club I want to be a great DJ period right but I don't give a about rocking those kind of clubs I know, right now. I, you, you don't want to be single to just being a good nightclub DJ, but that is one of the factors of... Of being a great DJ, yes. Of being yes, a great yes, DJ. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. But, but that is not in my interest right now. Like, I'm actually... I don't... I, I said this in the Serato interview. I don't want to be a DJ right now. Like, right now, I don't. I just want to play new shit. I want to play the music that I like. I said in Serato, I was like, look, I understand... Like, the number one point of a DJ is the crowd. You're there for them. That's the number one thing right mm-hmm. yeah i don't want to be that guy no more well you, i want you, people you, to yeah. come watch me play cool new shit that i like that i think is cool That's well, you, you basically said you want your anti-crowd pleasing right now yeah yeah you said you unless i'm with two cents <laughs> that's why that's Branding. why that no no that's why i kind of started that shit with zach because i was yeah. just like i want to make this the best dj show for the masses so i can go back to the underground <laughs> Where I'm happy. <laughs> it's a little confusing, though. No, it's for me it sense. is. For me it is. Well, I mean, but what, yeah, I mean, because I'll, I'll, you because your roots started, and I see. To me, my thing is this: mm-hmm. I think that you and Rathacon and A Track are actually in all. You guys are all in the same place. Yeah, you guys are all, we're from, all DJs. No, but I'm saying like you guys are all <laughs> kind of fighting the same argument. The only thing that I think Rathacon was trying to maybe say was that the way you guys come up. The way, like, the guys who are at God status, right? It's like, you're, there is a disconnect between you guys and what's, what, like, a regular, like, what regular humans or regular DJs go through. <laughs> yeah. But I'm not In saying, the trenches? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I'm not saying, I'm not saying that, like, that's your fault or anything, but I'm just saying there's a difference to approaching, like, nightclub DJing yeah. and keeping a residency. Yeah. And in the way you guys kind of approach 
the DJing it's because a, it's a whole because you world. have to you have to innovate yeah. consistently, and we have to be consistent. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean we're we're told we we're we're two do- totally different kind of DJs. Yeah, but mm-hmm. that but that's why I think he was saying, and he said it in kind of a dick way. Come on, a bro. dick way, of course. <laughs> on, a rock the like, way. Of course, <laughs> a rock the <laughs> like, That's his thing, and I obviously he that's his thing. Yeah, but I'm saying like obviously. <laughs> Look, I love Rakhtakan because, like you know, like for me, it's entertaining, and I know he he's coming from a good place, and he comes off like an asshole to a lot okay, of people. Okay, he, he come he's coming from a good place. Right? Yes, you, you, you're saying that, right? But wait, wait, wait. Let okay, me let ahead. me finish this thought or what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to and then what I'm trying to get at is that basically, he's trying to say that as you guys innovate and you spend your time kind of conceptualizing and doing routines and really thinking about the music trends and everything like that. It's hard to speak about what the struggles are for the working dudes because you you guys haven't had to had like been in that world in so long. Yeah, but A track wasn't yeah. A track wasn't talking about like you should be playing this at this mm-hmm. time and you should be looking at this. A track mm-hmm. was just talking about like there's a empty space that needs to be filled for like those kind of DJs in mm-hmm. the DJ world. Yeah. In the bigger scheme of things and right. festivals and in, you know, mm-hmm. these these guys that are amazing need shine. That's mm-hmm. what he was saying. He yeah. wasn't talking about what they should be doing in the club. Like, this is what I don't understand. Well, he, he talked about kind of like the whole business of it all. Like the whole, he was going through the history of like the EDM, like kind of the years so when it blew So what was he up. saying that was no, kind no, of no. like. No, no, no. So I think where everyone was at was like when he was talking about this and he was coming to this. And I, want, I wouldn't say a revelation, but he was coming to this observation. And he was trying to bring it to the masses. Mm-hmm. I think all the guys were just kind of like, yeah, like, duh. Like, we've been, we going, we've been going through this for 10 years. And I think. So what's. But I'm saying that's <laughs> so that's he's trying the, to bring light to it. I know, but it's just ten. Oh. It's just 10 years late. And that's why, why I think. Why is it 10 years late? Because it's been going on. All right, if an old lady's trying to cross the street, and yeah. I come up to her, and I'm like, yo, can I help you cross the street? And some old dude's like, no, 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 you weren't here yesterday to help her. Why are you, why, why are you here now? <laughs> it's like, what the fuck does it have to do with anything? What does timing have to do with the fact that he's just trying to help? I think, like, well, I brought it up to him to a certain extent. It's kind of like the, the white guy saying, like, oh, shit, there is racism. Like, racism exists. Mm-hmm. And... Him, it's been there forever. Yeah, it's been there forever, and the, and the black and obviously black people like going through it, mm-hmm. having to deal with police and you know all of these social issues. Mm-hmm. They're kind of like, well, like you know, what do you want us to do now? Like, what what are you gonna like? What is that observation? Well, what hey, is that white guy do? come in here and help? Then come in here, <laughs> bring but bring it, attention to it. But that's what I think he's kind of saying. Like you're you're not you're not in our world. You haven't been in our world. So how does that help anything? Exactly, I understand that. I understand that. That's where I'm like, but I, that's why I think it needs to come together. Of more. course, yeah, yeah. of course. Like that, that's that's why after a week of like calming down, it's like I realized that I'm like, wait, this motherfucker is just creating division in a in a place where we don't need division. He's like the fucking Trump of DJing. Crazy. You know what's the great? You know, the wall. <laughs> you know what's the greatest shit that came out of this though, right? Is that we're actually entertainment? No, we're like, <laughs> no, no we're actually, we should bring back this WWE style. I mean, that was dope too. I can't <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> Here comes crazy you know, with the stone cold out of nowhere. And you know, like I didn't even, I didn't even think it was a big deal until I woke up the next day. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I, I fired off and then fucking smoked something and then I fell asleep. 
I woke up the next day and my shit was like, and I was like, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> it was entertainment. I'm seeing the greatest shit that happened. Like, honestly, like as, as horrible as Trump is, and I know how much you hate Trump, it's making us re-examine the system. It's fucked. But it's making us re-examine the system. Yeah. Because if the system allowed something, someone like that to attain to become president mm -hmm. there's obviously something wrong with the system it's been fucked right so mm -hmm. like that whole that whole <laughs> exactly exactly so the whole thing that would route the con right yeah the, the greatest thing to me that happened from the whole conversation is that we're actually talking about this right now i guess who started that shit yeah well it's yeah. both of them i think trizzy yeah it's a track it's rock <laughs> and it's you guys it's all of you guys <laughs> yes yeah because there's always been a little bit of a beef between certain club djs and turntablers there's always yo been. you know what yes and i never gave a fuck i was always on some like y'all hitting me like i'm trying to do what y'all doing i don't give a fuck but y'all hitting on me like it made no it never made sense that's why when that shit used to happen in miami i would just be like i'm traveling the world y'all in mm -hmm. miami talking about me like, I, didn't, I never got that shit. And I never understood why club DJs would talk shit on us. Like, we would never want to be doing that. I mean, I'm not saying that. I, at the time when I was battling, I didn't want to be a club DJ. You feel me? All I wanted to do was battle. So for them to be like, oh, you can't rock a club, I'd be like, yeah, no shit. I'm not in the club. <laughs> I'm home practicing. I'm a geek. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I, don't know what the, I don't know what's hot in the club. Like, that's not my shit. That's not my vibe. Why are you dissing me? <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like... Turntablist, we well some do. Like I don't go into a club and like it's not the time to be playing that. What is he doing? <laughs> He's an opener. Motherfucker. What the fuck? Wrong tune. You know, it's like we don't give a fuck. Like No, but you you throw some shots at club DJs a little bit here and there. And like it, it maybe I throw shots at EDM DJs that suck. I mean, yeah. I mean, but like club uh, DJs. Well, let's talk about that. Yeah, like club but DJs. Like, like I don't we'll talk about that. Club DJs. A little bit. Like, like, go ahead. What was that quote that you? There was a quote that you had said about if you don't know how to scratch, you're not a real DJ. Oh, what the fuck was I saying? Like, <laughs> how many drinks was in me? <laughs> if I said that, I'm talking out my ass because that's mm -hmm. not what DJing is about. Okay. Like, I will definitely say that I was talking out my ass if I said that shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When the fuck did I say that? So a while ago. Maybe exactly. a, a couple of years ago you said this. Yeah, because that don't sound like... He's me. not insulted by that, by the way. But we, we just, when we well, see that... I'm insulted that I would say that. Because, no. But, uh, because but, I come from the club world. Mm -hmm. yeah. So for me to say something like that... I and it's know. like you have house DJs that don't scratch, but they're some really good house DJs. And it actually annoys me when people say that. So I don't know why I would say that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't yeah, even... We got to pull up that tweet and frame yeah, it you now. Do. You, you, for real, for real. I'm like, wait, why would I say that? Uh -huh. That was never me. That was always like the, the fucking hardcore turntablist dudes. I would never say that. Mm -hmm. I even... Like even... Excuse me. When the real DJing thing came out, I was using it as like on some trolling kind of vibe uh -huh. <laughs> you know what i mean i didn't yeah. i didn't and i don't even think trizzy meant meant it that way i think he meant it in a different kind of way but like right after i put out knee slaves and the real djing hashtag was popping like like in a couple months i was like oh this is a bad <laughs> bad move really? right here because yeah you can't tell kids what real djing is to them real djing is standing up there pressing a button and cheerleading you feel me? Mm -hmm. like i have yeah. conversations with my daughter all the time she's she always kind of puts me in my place where she's like all right, well, yes, we get it, the culture. Uh -huh. But to kids, they don't give a fuck now. 
So you, know? you kind of regret doing that video? No, 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 no. I'm talking about real DJ and the hashtag. Yeah. No, okay. no, no. The video was like my best shit ever. Yeah. It was my best shit ever. Not even because of the technicality, but because I, f I made something with a message. Okay. Yeah. Before that, all my routines were just like, check me out. I'm a fucking badass. Mm -hmm. Like this one, I went into it thinking I'm tired of this shit. And like, I want to speak on it mm -hmm. without saying a word, which is, which is funny as fuck because on some of the comments, it would be like, you know, when I was doing interviews, people would be like, yo, why did you diss this guy? Why did you did? I was like, bro, no words came out of my mouth. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was all imagery. Like, I, who the fuck did I diss? Well, you did Steve Aoki. There was a picture of him. Don't I didn't say shit. I was just watching TV, like, disappointed. Mm -hmm. And that's how I feel. I'm disappointed that it's, it's come to this. Have you spoken to Aoki about this or after that video came out? No. Nah, did I mean, anybody ever press you for it? Hell no. <laughs> Who the fuck impressed me? I don't know. <laughs> what are they going to say? <laughs> That's what I'm asking. I saw Polly D on a flight with me going uh, somewhere out of Vegas, and I don't even think it's in his radar. Mm. It's not, you know, we're not in it. Polly D pressing you on a flight would be we're crazy. Not, we're, not, we're, not, <laughs> we're not on the same. We're not on the Yo, same. what's up, bro? We're not on the same thing. You feel me? Like, that's why when club DJs would hate on me, I would be like, doesn't phase me because I'm not trying to be like you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If Qbert were to diss me, I'd be like, ooh. Be hurt. I'd be hurt. <laughs> but a club DJ dissing me? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. But, there, yeah. but there's a, what do you call it? And here's the thing I actually want to delve deeper into. Mm. And it's a conversation I have because technically I'm very like, I'm, I'm pretty basic and like my, my skills, I like when I practice or when I'm working on a set like before a gig, it's really about me going through music mm -hmm. and picking what songs to play that people haven't heard that's going to work in a room. And it's really not technically based at all. It's almost like I'm about to go out and freestyle and just like throw on a bunch of tracks. But the way I'm going to put it out there and organize the selection, that's really what kind of like motivates me. That's what like drives me when I'm DJing in the club. As it should. Right. Club, yeah, for sure. And then I speak with like and then. The way we approach the night in a nightclub, right? And I feel like some some of the interviews I see, I you know, I see you in, and some other technical DJs. I'm always wondering when you focus on the technical, like when D, technical DJs focus on how they approach a night. It's always like when they when they work on the transitions, it's always tone play based, wordplay based, hmm. or it's kind of like. It's not about the energy. Does well, that make sense? Yeah. Well, true story. Yeah. <laughs> I'm more like you than that. I'm more like you. Like, I only started planning sets after I got with Zach. Like, before that, I would freestyle. I would just, these are the tunes I like. All right. <laughs> just the tempo. Yeah. All right, let's go. Like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, there was never like a, I'm going to plan out this transition. Oh, these words match. Oh, I'm going to it. It was never none of that shit. Like, I only started doing that, like, recently. And... Before that, for me, like coming from drum and bass, you know, coming from like the, the golden era of hip hop, for me, it was always about playing new music and just showing people something new, something different. Even with the turntable shit, I would always just say that shit to the end. So for me, it was never technical. Mm -hmm. For me, it was always vibes. But do you, you know what I mean, though? The way yeah. certain technical, they, they, the way they approach it. Yeah, I think that's more of a three style thing, though, because so even you, A track yeah. never mixed like that. A-Track never mixes like that. A-Track will do a solo scratch thing, but his transitions and all that shit, 
<laughs> you just throw songs in. So that's really a three style thing that it you really think. It really is a three style thing because before that, I don't, I don't remember. Like we would always save the technical shit for the end because we knew we never could come back from that. If you were to do technical shit, then that's all that people want to see. <laughs> Not in a club, but like if they were there for you. Like after mm-hmm. doing technical shit, it was a wrap. But once you start doing that, do you feel caught up? Like you have to, like, damn, I gotta keep coming up with new mixes and new tone play for the next shows. Only and stuff. when I spin with Zach. Only with Zach. <laughs> <laughs> like when I when I spin with Zach, I'm like, this motherfucker works so hard, but it works in the crowd club environment. It's not like he goes over people's heads. People actually like it because his transitions and his mixes are always funny. They're they're mm-hmm. humorous. They're not like, I'm a badass. I'm a badass. I'm a bad. You know, it's never right. It's always like dick jokes and shit. <laughs> Even at clubs, you're gonna laugh. You're gonna be like, "Oh, that was funny," mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. and then you'll play a banger or something. You know, it's like, is that why you're doing? You're putting so much energy into that, creating this dope show. Is that why, when you're DJing by yourself, you're like, "I want to play what I want to play." Yeah, because when you were in that uh, the Serato interview, mm-hmm. you mentioned you're you don't want to please the crowd anymore. What you're looking is almost for a shock value. You want people to kind of be like, "Oh, like." I've never heard this before. This isn't bad. You want that subtle... I mean, I still want to please the crowd. Maybe right. I said that the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you want that aha moment a I little want, bit. I want people to come see me, have a good vibe, have a good time, and just experience something new, and just let me fucking play the sets th- that I would love to play. At this point, you just want the aux cable, and just you want to play whatever. I want, boom. I want the motherfucking aux cable. And you just want the, shot, the, the guy in the back seat and be like, yo. I, mean, I still want to play recognizable What's shit, that? but I just like I threw a party with Ivy Lab and like that shit just brought me so much joy because it was all new music the whole fucking night the whole night and there was no Mobamba there was no Drake there was no none of that shit it was just beats that vibe all night and people were just like I would hear oohs and ahs the whole night and people were just like vibing they would see what I was doing but I wasn't busting I was just mixing and it was dope, and I, I want that. I want, you know, it's like I look at techno DJs, and I'm like, that looks like fun. He looks bored, but it looks like fun. <laughs> you know, what do you mean, like as far as like as far mixing? As he's he's in his world, and he's just, just, he doesn't give a fuck what's going on. He's like, oh, this next one. Oh, you know what I mean? Like it's he's he's in his own little world, and I kind of like that shit. It's like pure selecting, like yeah. Yeah. But you feel like you're in a stage right now where you can do that, or you've always felt like that? I mean, I've always done it. <laughs> <laughs> He's just being vocal about it now. <laughs> yeah, I'm just being vocal about it now. Because no, I wanted to say that uh, one of the first times I ever saw you spin, I've been following you forever, was uh, back in like 09, like in LA, like in a small, small little bar in Lucida in downtown. Oh, dope. Yeah. And I remember like following you from those points that every time I would see you, you'd have like a different sound, but you always had fun because of that same thing. You always like, it was. You just like bring new music out to people that were receptive of it. Yeah. In comparison to like, and that's what I used to love. Scene. And that's what I used to love about the drum and bass scene. With the drum and bass scene, it was always about, it was always about dub plates. You know what I mean? And it was always about mm-hmm. new shit. People lose their shit if they heard something new. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if if you would play like the same fucking tunes that had been rinsed out, they would just kind of look at you like, my dude, again, again. Do you think that's why you keep switching styles over and over just to get that feeling yeah, back? Yeah, for sure, for sure. That's definitely why I switch styles every year because, like, I want to keep myself happy. If, when, I, when I get bored and when I get, you know, just tired of shit, I become grumpy and, you know, just not good. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just get tired of shit, like, you know. 
But when I get tired of shit, that's when I make shit like New Slaves. That's when I, you know, that's when I come up with different dope shit. And I'm just like, fuck, I want to show people something different. <laughs> so you're kind of like in a playlist phase at this point. You just want to play the new shit. You want to put it on order and you just want the ox cape and just yeah, go off. That's what I want to do. But for the two cent shit, I want to make that the best DJ show in the world. That's what I tell Zach all the time. He's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> the pressure. The pressure. <laughs> you said that last time. <laughs> Why do you keep saying that? <laughs> exactly. Okay. So when you started with uh, with Zach, you obviously, you guys like linked up. You saw him at the three style. You heard a couple of his mixtapes. Mm-hmm. You guys started with the two cent mixtape. And then you guys formed a group after that mixtape, right? Based on that mixtape. Mm-hmm. And then, I'll, I mean, how long has that been? Like three years or more? Four years. Four years? We're on wow. five. We're on five. Yeah. And then what you guys, I mean, I can't even imagine working with like someone like Zach for four years and then you guys meshing. Mm. What are you guys going to do? Like, what is the future for you guys right now? What are you guys? Just pushing it. You know what I mean? Like, like I always tell him, I'm like, like he's, in my opinion, he's the best in his world. I'm the best in my world. Mm-hmm. And we just got to keep pushing the fucking levels higher and higher and higher and higher. Like every time we start working on a mix, on the new mix, I'm always just like, all right, this got to be better than the last one. And he's always just like, <laughs> <You know? laughs> what, did, what attracted you to, to Zach's style? I was uh, well because when he I has look a at different story, but oh yeah, when I look at Zach, I, I see him as the dude who was who was able to take a bit of turntablism mm. and make it a little bit more. Uh, palatable for like more digestible for the mainstream yeah. does that make sense that's exactly why I wanted to, to rock with him like right. I wanted that vibe like for me like if I see somebody dope I want them around me but was he <laughs> one of the few guys who could do that that yeah, you would I mean, approach for, 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 for what he does he was the one that I was just like yes I, I, yeah I want to fuck with this guy pause I want to like rock with what he does because he's the best at that so I need to be around that yeah and so that, so when you did that, and you guys, you know, obviously put it together, mm-hmm. the yin and yang. What do you think that is? That what does he bring, and what do you bring exactly? Just that, and it's, he's he's like the best of his world, and I'm, you know, I got the technical side and like the underground vibe. So is he bringing the ideas, and you're just like, you're like, no, no, no let's like, I want to know how for the mix or for like, show, I mean everything. For everything. I, so like, if like conceptually, like I don't know, I mean, you might come up with something, and he might come up with something. Mm-hmm. How does that develop, and what's the like? The process. What's the process? Just ideas I'm, I'm back and forth, right? Like when we're working on the mixtape, he'll send me like a skit, and I'll be like, "Dope! I got something that could come out of that skit, with maybe with funny shit of this skit that could match with this, and then maybe we could do something." You know what I mean? Like it's just yeah. when when we start making that shit, I always tell him, "I'm like, bro, it writes itself. It does all the work. Just happens. Like we never kind of like you know we know what we're gonna do." And we write down ideas, but when we start actually doing it, like it fucking just writes itself. Like even with routines, even with you know, with with with, with tunes, like we just I send him an idea, he goes in, he sends it back to me. I'm like, oh shit. Well, no. how often are you guys like, eh, nah, that's not it, or oh, like, we, yeah, yeah, we, or like we, crazy, we, overcomplicating it, or yes, anything like yes, that. Yes, yes, we we clash a little bit, and um, <laughs> for shows, you know, I was, I was, I, I, I don't mind backing 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 up and like letting him rock. Like when we do clubs, he rocks, he kills it, and I don't mind just kicking back like hard. <laughs> Whenever you need it. me, kill it, Zach. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I don't mind because like he does a great job. And then when when it's time for me to go, I go in and do my thing. And then he comes back in. You know, it's 
and and with ideas when he tells me something's whack i don't try to argue i'm like word he said it's whack move on there's no point unless i really believe in my idea i'll be like no 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 but i'm gonna do it but how often does that happen that he says oh this is kind of whack Oh, it's not a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> but I trust his opinion mm-hmm. when it comes to clubs because he's in the clubs more than I am. Yeah. So I trust his opinion. Like, I, I do I do more clubs for people that come to see me do me. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So if we're doing a club, like anything, you know, anything, uh, whatever, top 40, uh, open format kind of vibe, I'm, I'm following him. I let him lead the way. But you've done clubs on the strip also, right? Yeah. You've done towel. I did towel last week or two weeks ago or a month ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But do February you enjoy that? Month. Hell yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's, when, that's when I get drunk. <laughs> that's when you get spicy. That's when I get really spicy because I, I need to be on that level. You know what I mean? Like, but I'm, I'm, so I want to really break down the psyche of how you, you, do, you, you approach the thing. Uh, like a, a cl- club of towel? Yeah, because I mean, because like a... I feel like there's there's research, you know, it's the same as you. you. No, no, I mean, I saw I saw like the Serato. I, you know, I've been looking a, a lot of your routines, but obviously the more you know, it's always been a melodic element of everything of you actually manipulating, uh, you know, actually sounds and making music from it and everything like that. I saw it probably more evidently in the new Serato when you were, you know, in that new routine that you just you just had, mm-hmm. which was like a sneak peek to what detox, detox, with detox is coming your, soon. Detox is literally your last routine. <laughs> He's on some Dr. Dre shit. It's never going to come out. <laughs> is that your last routine? I want to make it my last routine. Everybody thinks I'm bugging. I'm like, yeah, I want to make it my last routine because it's going to be it's gonna be like a it's like the Black minute. Album. Yeah, I wanna, it's not even that I'm like, yo, I'm out. Until <laughs> it comes out Kingdom probably, Come, I'll come back two I'll years later. Make, I'll still want to make shit, but I, I, I really want to go into this shit thinking like, yo, this is my last one. Maybe I die after this or something. You <laughs> know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I just want to... Cause like you know, it's like not to get all s- the secret on you and shit. But like when you really like put it out there and keep saying that shit, mm-hmm. it yeah. happens. It really does. So like I want to keep saying this is gonna be my best shit ever, my last one. So I don't. New slaves is hard to top, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was hard that as shit fuck. Was well, it kind of, kind of is hard to top. But like that's why this new one with Serato, I did it. That's why I did it. Like how. I, the same guy that directed it uh, directed this one and, and like when we was trying to like write down what we were gonna do I was just like alright this ain't gonna top New Slaves <laughs> just know that detox will but this one I just wanna do something fun I want you know people were expecting the the, the new, new Slaves yeah. they're expecting some technical shit and I was like no we're going that way we're gonna go comedy now and he's like what? that shit was fun <laughs> and I was like yeah we're gonna we're gonna piss him off for like six minutes <laughs> and then give him like a a minute of routine. Yo, that that goat head though. <laughs> the goat head. Yo, yo. yo. <laughs> yo did, did they really get you a Tesla though? Next question. <laughs> I saw you riding on it yesterday. Taking us to your old hood. I was like, oh shit, he really got a Tesla. It was not a joke. <laughs> but the way you approach something like that, huh. and then to approach like a club, a club, mm. and like you said, you kind of got to get a little to their level. And I'm not saying that you're you mean arrogant. The, you mean the prepping or the no? I mean like just in the same mind state. You almost got to dumb down yourself, right? Yeah, because that's the, not that's not being disrespectful. Or yeah, yeah. That's not, no, no. But I'm just dumb, saying dumb it down. To so the like, what I'm trying to think is that I'm trying to break down your psyche a little bit. Mm-hmm. When you look at club DJing, I'm not saying you don't think it's like beneath you. No. But I think for you, it's not a challenge. 
It's a very much a challenge. It is a challenge. Of course, that shit's hard as fuck. Like shit, I even told um, uh, conflict. Like I had a residency in in, in a at mansion in Miami. My favorite DJ. Yeah. Okay. Conflict. Yeah. Um, so they 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 gave me a residency right after that whole shadow shit. Remember when they kicked off shadow? What is that? Uh, mansion. Yeah. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. Mansion. Okay. Yeah. All mansion. Right. Um. So they. They gave me a residency after, right after that shit on some like, but we got crazed. Like, you know, we kicked off Shadow, but now we got crazed. Right. You know, on some, I think they were just trying to like, you know. Let's see how hip hop we can yeah. get. <laughs> yeah, they were trying to part. correct that big error that they did. Um, oh, yeah. And we're talking about DJ Shadow at Mansion. Getting kicked off. Yeah. Like getting 15 pulled, minutes pulled or something pulled. like that, right? Getting yeah. pulled. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. And yeah. Conflict was opening or he was, was he opening and closing? Yeah, he was, I, think I think he, he was, was yeah. the one that he, had to kick him off. Yeah. He put on, went back on. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Mansion, Mansion in Miami was like, well, I don't know, fucking 2,000 capacity or more? I have no clue. It was, it was, it was a big Something like that, man. were fucking yeah. huge. I remember yeah. it was a big deal because... Before Live, it was Mansion. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there was people trying to get in. It was like the Shadow, like the DJ Shadow fans trying to get in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they booked him and everyone was complaining and yeah. they pulled him. Yeah. Conflict got back on. Yeah. And to make up for that, they're saying they gave you a residency. I mean, that's that wasn't the story, but I feel like that's what they did. Okay, <laughs> that's like, a nice story. That's a <laughs> yeah. crazy story. That's yeah. That's that, how he's writing the movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's. I mean, that's how I felt. I was like, all right. So you know, they're trying to like, you know, correct the the mistake. And um, yeah, I DJed at, at Mansion for a couple of couple of months, and it was one of those things where it was like, you know, there's like a top forty club, and then there's like a <laughs> top top 40 club like you know what i mean like playing like fucking those sing-alongs that i don't even have a fucking clue what they are you know what i mean like i don't listen to the radio so th- that was the vibe there and i would and this is when trap music was starting to come uh, mm-hmm. become really popular and shit so mm-hmm. i was i was good for a while you know i was everybody every time i started it was it was dope but then it just got back to top 40 house vibes and really cheesy music and i don't know that music that's why it's a challenge i actually would like to know that music for those clubs but that's not that's not me and that's like you know mm-hmm. so it is work it is and it's it's a fucking challenge and i remember one night when i was about to quit i was just like bro conflict you got this shit bro i can't do this <laughs> shit like you're a great dj for these people like i'm just not with it anymore i'm like this is hurting my soul damn <laughs> <laughs> but i but i know Conflict, conflict's gonna like definitely repost this he's gonna take the sound and he's gonna replay it every morning I, I, he's gonna gary v this shit, yeah. <laughs> shit. I, I told him that and you know it, it's an art form to like rock a crowd like that yeah it's it's like the goat pass me the torch guy <laughs> <laughs> you know it's just not my thing so but it's definitely a skill like you know that's the other thing that kind of like kind of like makes me uh, like when he when when the dude when the dude said when he said um i would like to see a track come rock a four-hour set in my club i'm like bro you're in that club every fucking week if you didn't know how to rock that shit you suck Mm -hmm. like it's you're you're out of your mind like a track is like genius level over here if he was in the same club every fucking night studying that shit he would burn anybody for doing that so for him to say that i was just like ah you're like the shit at rocking that one club big deal woohoo four hours Ah." like it's like (laughs) you know it's like it's one of those it's like like all of us right here in this room no but no but but you're not talking shit about i want to see him come in and 
It's like, mm. bro, yes, it's an art form. I just said that. But he, here's here's the thing that I will, and this is I'm not I'm not saying you're wrong, mm-hmm. but I'm saying this is the this is the outlook from a DJ's perspective like that, who's mm. a residency, right? Yeah, I'm I'm a resident at this club. Craze comes in, a track comes in, a big like God status motherfucker comes in. Doesn't know what to do in that room. God status. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> comes in that room, doesn't know what to do with that room, mm-hmm. ends up maybe clearing a little bit of out, uh, maybe like loses a little bit of the room. Mm-hmm. They leave, they're still God status. Mm-hmm. But in the end, it's kind of like, yo, like, what was that? And, that, and then as the resident, obviously, you can say, yo, you're in that room all the time. Mm-hmm. And you know, like that should make you feel that, special. I mean, I don't know if it makes us feel special, but I'm just saying, like that's I think the argument that Rathicon was saying that, like, well, what's you, the you argument come in, that you come in and you still can't hold that room, and then you leave and you clear the room out. Okay, and you're it's still like, God status. You're still gonna be. But yeah, you're, you're still, we've you're still done, God status. Because yeah. we've done we've done other things. No, no, no. But I don't. Yeah. Even th- I don't even think the the fact is that you guys leave and you're still God status. Mm. It's the fact that the clubs don't recognize it. No, I mean like, well, it's the fact that this is so foreign. This like coming into this room and it's foreign to you. Mm-hmm. Right now, honestly, like a room in Miami is not that different from like New York. I mean, it's, yeah, it's kind of <laughs> there's maybe like a thirty percent difference yeah. when you go locally in every region and stuff like that. I mean, but it's it's kind of like I think what he's saying is that when you enter our realm of holding down a residency, there's an art to that. I just yeah, said yeah. That. it's a very special art yeah. to that. It's 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 a very yeah. special art. Nobody nobody's out here saying that that isn't a skill. That's a a very big skill. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, it's even like I said, DJing is all about the people. You know what I mean? Like the the core of it is we're there for the fucking people. Like what we do is different. We're turntablists. We're we're like the military. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> we come in there and we kick butt. And, <laughs> and and you know that's a, another form of DJing, and it takes another different kind of skills. Like that's why we're, we we don't talk shit about top forty DJs and main room, whatever the fuck it's called. We don't talk shit about that shit because I recognize that shit. That's what made me want to get with Zach because I was just like, fuck, I want I want some of that. Uh, pause. <laughs> big pause. Yeah, big, that was a big pause. I Can mean, I commend you because you're you're on your pause game, man. I haven't had to. It's a <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that East Coast shit. Um, yeah, that's I'll, I I, I want to be like that. You know, I want to have that skill set too. Mm-hmm. Like I've never cleared a crowd, but I've it's gotten awkward where I'm just like playing the wrong record because either I'm toasty or I'm just like fuck. Do I have to play just all these records? I want to sneak in something new. And then I'll, I'll fuck up. Yeah. And I know I'm fucking up. I'll be talking to myself in my head like, oh, you know, that wasn't going to work. Yeah, but crazy. You should try <laughs> the little crazy that one to show them. Exactly. It's like yeah. the good guy and the bad guy. The bad guy's like, no, play some new shit. And then the good guy is like, oh, you're going to clear it. Stick to what you know. Stick we know. to what exactly. you know. Exactly. Stick to what you know. And I'm, I don't like listening to stick to what you know. That's why I don't like playing. See, you get the fuck off. Right? What you say? What new song you say? No, but, then, but, then, but then the good guy will be like, just take another shot. Keep it going. Keep it going. You'll know what to play after that shot. Is there any like? It wouldn't, I'm sure you traveled like the whole country, right? Yeah. And you toured the whole country. Probably Have the you world. noticed the yeah, world? I mean, the world, world. obviously. <laughs> the world, Craig. TMC channel. <laughs> world champ. Three times. My question's about the country. So yeah, I'm the just focusing on right? Central you, America. Big to the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> so like, have you noticed? And I talk about this with DJs all the time. Have you noticed 
a particular scratching style and you can instantly tell that dude's from New York, that dude's from San Francisco, that dude's, that dude's from, from, LA, from whatever. Miami. I used to. Now it's just, um, shit, this might come out. Cross the state, here we go. Media train, no, no, okay, hold on. Here we go. Get, get him a drink. Get him a drink. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> the, the politically correct craze. Here Don Julio 7 we'll say, smooth. I used to, but like now there's not as much funk as there used to be. So like that now there's not that much, uh, you can't tell. Diversity? Diversity, yeah. There's not that much. Like people just go in and do the same kind of cuts. It's It's all military style. Like before there used to be more swing and there used to be like more funk and like boom and that's just it like back in the day like shit you knew somebody was from frisco because <laughs> they'd be flaring their asses off and doing all this crazy i still shit. hear it though i can i can tell like a west coast cali scratch here and i like even the way they dj east coast dudes don't really cut that much you're talking about club djs right yeah yeah they don't cut that much on the east coast that's what they, i mean that's what's the east coast the east coast motherfuckers that cut what's like, the east coast like who not really. Fat it's fingers, cool. like fat, fat fingers. fingers. Fat fingers like a is a different world, man. I mean, he's <laughs> on Hot 97, though. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. no, no, but yeah, yeah. yeah. But he's I've never heard him live. Cut it, is he cutting live? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Even he's on the radio. Good. Big shout to Fat Fingers, by the way. And it's like busy. There's Big Ben. I mean, there's a Ross one. I mean, there's your boy Rock the Con, kind of East Coast, New York. He's grasping. Yeah. No, for me, more power to him. See. And you can tell correct. me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Me the train craze. <laughs> Listen, bro, I, I'm, I'm there for you. Man, love to you, bro. <laughs> Shout outs to you. We got to give him like a pin every time he says it. Go start in the forehead. In the forehead. You see how many pins he like, yeah. leaves with after the <laughs> interview. I'm curious. Have you guys ever met? You and Rocktacon? Um, no, I don't think so. I think we've been in the same room, but like I said, I, he spoke bad on me like years ago, so I don't I feel like you shit. guys would get along. That's the funny thing. I man. just I can't rock with him. No, <laughs> 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 um, nah, I just you know like I don't know. It's just it's it's just it's just eh. like it if it even if it wasn't him, his kind of vibe. I don't rock with that shit. I just don't like. I like a good troll, mm -hmm. but then when it gets to like an asshole level, I'm like, ah. Eh. But he's not really like that. Everybody says that. No, he's not. Everybody says yeah, that, yeah. and I'm like, really? I can't tell. He's like a fucking nah, nah. He's not really like that. He's been like, and then that's the other thing nah, everybody nah. says. Oh, he's been like that forever. I'm like, so I can't tell. If you was in person, you'd realize he's fucking joking, and you'd be like laughing at it. Like, I God. can't tell. And it's like it's not like I'm beefing with the dude. I just don't rock. You know, it's okay to not to rock with people. <laughs> it's not like you know, like last week I was like, oh, it's on site. Next time I see that motherfucker. <laughs> But like this I was just heated. Like, yeah, I was just heated. Like now it's like whatever. It's like old news. See, I think I think it's a it's a shame because I feel like I actually think he is an important part of I think the New York club scene or like that era, mm -hmm. kind of around virgining from AM and all who, of this who stuff. Who else would you th who would you say other than him in that era? In that era, probably like when DJ M was coming up, Rathacon was a major staple at that Ellie time. Ellie Escobar, DJ Reach in New York. Same. This was like I, I this is like the generation go. after kind of I say Mark scene, Ronson. Spider. Yeah, the Ronson Stretch Armstrong. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah like, Zach has yeah. nothing but good shit to say about scene. Yeah, but I, I I saw him once I think, and I was like, that's dope. Shout out to scene. Yeah, shout out to scene. Scene's yeah. actually like I really like that New York aggressive, scene like aggressive cuts. Yeah. The scene has probably. The, the sharpest on-point like cuts mm. that I hear. Yeah. I like that shit. Yeah, he's great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like when it sounds like a motherfucker's putting some muscle in that shit. 
just stabbing you. I just and then that's why like uh I think I was talking I don't know what I was talking with and we almost got into an argument. I feel like the West Coast is a little lazy. It's more it's groovy, a, it's like probably. More, yeah, it's a little like... Damn, shots fired. Nah. The whole West <laughs> Coast. <laughs> Lazy. Now the cuts are a little more like, you <laughs> Thank know... Thank God my no, hand's kind of heavy. It's, not as aggr- it, it's definitely not as aggressive. It's more of like... I gotta just like this guy. <laughs> <laughs> just like West Coast music, like G-Funk. It's a little yeah, more, yeah. more laid back and kind of like BPM. in the groove. You know what I mean? Think about it. You come from Onyx, we come from Warren G. But see, for, just, for, for me, like, club DJing... Which is gonna be like really? Like for me, club DJing doesn't need scratching. And if you're gonna scratch in a club, uh, fucking make it like some. Well, music ain't swinging now, so it has to be military. But like, bro, I would love to see like people cutting like premiere, just simple. Boom. That's it. I hate it when it's more than five seconds solo. I hate that shit, especially in clubs. Mm-hmm. Nobody gives a shit, and it sounds like shit. So our club DJs just scratch for four seconds. <laughs> Set the timer. <laughs> Set the timer. I'm like, bro, just I've heard, all the traffic. I've heard that a few times also. But yeah. It gets on my I, nerves. I don't mind it if it's like eight bars. Eight bars is a long time. That's bro. too much. Eight bars? <laughs> too much. much. <laughs> to intro a track or like first of all, you're not gonna solo in a club. That's the dumbest shit. If you if, if you do eight bars, that's not that bad. That's what AM used to do. Fucking eight bars. He used to have like an eight bar outro and then. Rest in peace when he thing. but yeah. when he was alive it was a different thing. Like it's still kind of like matters. <laughs> that shit does not matter no more. It doesn't matter because it sounds like noise to the kids when you do that. Like, what is he like, doing? Because they don't exactly. know Premiere. They if, don't know anybody. If like you make that. it sound funky, instead of like, just go, boom, make it simple and flavor, and they're gonna they're gonna be like, oh, that was dope. You know what I mean? Like, almost it, like a rhythm, like an additional rhythm section. Yes. Yeah. Instead of a solo, like I I, I hate solos. I hate solos. Unless when I'm doing them. <laughs> tonight, four <laughs> solos off the top. <laughs> do you yeah, think? I mean, tonight I'm like, watch, I'll do shit, but it's not a solo. It's just, a, I'll scratch a bass line or I'll scratch, but it's not like, yeah, I mean, whatever, I'm talking shit. <laughs> I'm probably going to have a solo. It's going to be a solo tonight. I'm going to be guys. Like, fucking 30 minutes of scratching tonight. <laughs> Clear that floor. <laughs> Yeah, 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 he's right. Cleared it up, guys. <laughs> Next week on the podcast. <laughs> so we went crazy. So sure. I have a quick question about uh, the DMC. Uh, I remember there was a rumor back in the day. Did you get banned from DMC or was that just a rumor? Nah, you know, Tony, Tony cleared that up. Nobody got banned. Okay, because you weren't there, there was no stopping you at a point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bro, I feel like I could still go in there and kick some ass. Oh. <laughs> no, no. But like Tony was like, why would I ban y'all? Y'all making me so much money. Yeah. He was like he 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 cleared it up on one of those. I was like, "Word!" What what is this ban y'all talking about? Because he won he couldn't stop winning. Yeah, there was he won a rumor, three times in a row yeah, that he won the double. After that. Mm-hmm. The, the the tag team. Yeah. So yeah. then there was somebody had I forgot who told me back in the, like when I started DJing like yeah, but he's banned from the DMC. Yeah, the like, rumor was what? that I was banned. Rumor was like Cuba was banned. Yeah, like <laughs> mad people were banned. It was like everybody like, with multiple championships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you kind of makes sense though. I yeah, mean. yeah. Like, yeah, you went too much. Give someone else a chance to win. Were you the first? <laughs> the, the mercy rule. <laughs> the mercy the rule. The first solo, yes. The first three P solo. Yeah, solo. Yeah, because the, the pickles they skipped the year, so they counted them as one year, I think. Yeah, but yeah, it was the first solo. Damn. Back to. Back I think I emerge would have done it. Next, if you wouldn't have quit, I think Shifty could have done it. I think. But you said like it, an anxiety thing also came to play as well, right? Yeah, for the for, yeah, but it wasn't about 
it wasn't about coming up with routines. It was just my life was in shit. Right. <laughs> like, my life was like I was traveling the world. I was drinking my ass off. I was starting a family, buying a house. Like there was a lot of pressure, and it wasn't. It wasn't the turntable. You're like twenty two at this point. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't the routines. The routines come easy. It's just life was fucking me up. So That's after, after the two thousand and one, you just you just were like you just had to like take a break and get your life together, kind of. Nah, I or just, just focus on touring. And yeah, just focus on touring, and I, I just yeah, I just and the kids and the and the, and the kid and the drum and bass <laughs> and the drum and bass, <laughs> the kid and the drum and bass, <laughs> very important. Yeah, because you said in the interview at at one point you were like they were asking you like, I think it was maybe two thousand two, and they're like, they're like I don't even know these new scratches. There's too many new scratches coming out. Yeah, I didn't know shit. I mean, I still don't know the names of shit. No, I still don't. Um, yeah, I I just do what I do. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, they like, the click, the three click player. I'm like, what? No, yeah, exactly. Like what? people, just yeah, people would like everywhere I went. Yo, how do you do that? Bitch? And I'll just be like, bro, I don't have a fucking idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna just do some, and then when I do it, be like, boom, that one. And then, you know what I mean? Like, I, it never got to that level of like, uh, like a track would write down shit, his cuts, and really? like he would have like a notation shit. That's, that's crazy. crazy. I seen that. The, the pictures are like the notation. Yeah, shit. he would have that shit. But for me, it was it was more like skateboarding. I just wanted to try a trick until I got it, and then after I got it, I'm like, all right, cool, I got it, and then move on to the next. So a track was yeah. NBA. You were the Harlem Co- Globetrotters. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> I was. I was more the about just the feeling. What is it that we? The was the Ronnie Mullen. He was the fucking. Tony, Tony Hawk? Hawk? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like Chad Muscon. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> they just had the DMC here in Vegas at a mm-hmm. uh, high nightclub. Mm-hmm. And we had Tina T here. Uh, I don't know if you know her, but she um she mentioned that the, the skill level wasn't, wasn't up to par. Wasn't up to par. Mm. I was, we wanted to kind of ask you, what do you think happened to the DMC brand or what happened to it? You oh, know? We'll talk about brands next. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, I, it, people just lost interest, honestly. They lost interest and it it, it kind of like lost its coolness. I guess I don't know. It was just, it like right after you left, did you, or you saw the? the well, it wasn't on the, us. Don't blame me, dog. Um, <laughs> you left. Well, you <laughs> left the scene, bitch. Nah, um, you walked away from the cool. <laughs> nah, because it got banned, dog. It got banned, bro. <laughs> nah, I feel like it. You know, things uh, just got different, mm. and I feel like I the the guys that I I felt like could have continued and been leaders they all quit too mm. the Kentaros, the the i emerges the the vajras all these guys they did the thing but it they didn't have like like this is when uh edm was becoming a thing so they didn't have like a a way to like maneuver through it. transition transition that. yes like how a track did you know like a <laughs> yeah. track was the dude and then he became the dude and then he became mm-hmm. the dude yeah. then, you know it was like these guys were just really dope and then they just wanted to battle, and then after the battling thing, they didn't know what to do. So it was like, you know, it's, I don't know, kind of lost. People kind of lost interest. But mm-hmm. I, yeah. I have I have faith in the future with all these little kids. Is that but around the same time, you like, the allies kind of, like, broke up in a way? 2001, 2002? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Was it because just, like, it wasn't cool anymore, or what happened? Everyone yeah, just some, grew up? It was some dumb shit, and we were all, like, we were all just kind of, like, A-Track was starting his shit. I was, I was doing my shit. The guys, other guys started producing, and yeah, yeah we were we were just all in, in different paths after that. How yeah. long were you touring after that? Still am. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we haven't stopped. Bro. <laughs> I haven't stopped. <laughs> well, there was a point where like 
you were like really heavy into drum and bass. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, Peter, you know more about this than I do. Like, he was almost gonna, you were almost gonna move to the to UK. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I was out there heavy, <laughs> and, and I then, was just like, what the fuck? Like, I would go home for like laundry. <laughs> <laughs> and then go back to the UK. Because I remember, like, I would always catch you at these like massive raves in LA, mm -hmm. like doing drum and bass. And then, like, you just stop showing up for a while. And then, when electro kind of started coming back around, I started seeing your name pop up again. So, like, I always felt like there was a gap. Like, yeah, where did Craze go? Well, when the, when the electro thing and the the Baltimore thing came came in, that's when I was like getting jaded with drum and bass because it was so clicky. And like, you know, motherfuckers was holding on to dub plates. And I was like, yo, I'm fucking crazy. I'm trying to promote your music to the world. Mm -hmm. I'm not just on this little island. So I felt kind of, I felt a type of way. And uh, one, one, one day, like I played a dub plate that I wasn't supposed to have. I didn't know I wasn't supposed to have it because I'm not going to say who gave it to me, but it was a big dog. No snitching. No snitching. <laughs> and I played this dub plate and it was a big thing. Oh, crazy playing dirty dubs. And I was like, what the fuck? And I wasn't gonna snitch on my dude, but my, you know, I was like, yeah. this dude gave it to me. I didn't. I'm not downloading dubs. Like, what the? F and then that pissed me off, and I was just like, fuck it, y'all. That sounds crazy. Why would? Why would they be that sensitive about that shit? That was the culture. That's the drum and bass culture. Yeah. Like only select few can have those dubs. It's that's, just like back in like hip hop DJ when you cover the labels. Like you don't want to know. You don't but want it's, to it's, let everyone it's else. Even, it's even deeper with with drum and bass because that's how they keep their status you feel me it's I, I i'm not speaking on it right now because i haven't been in that scene for a minute like mm -hmm. i'm starting to get back into that shit because i love it again but that's how it used to be back in the day and that's why I, like i kind of just got jaded i was like yo i'm trying to do yeah. i'm trying to help yeah wouldn't they want to promote their and music these motherfuckers are dissing me i mean it's a different time it was pre it was like maybe right in the middle of the digital like the like Final Scratch coming in and Serato. It was the, the AIM yeah. era. The, the AIM era. The Napster era. dubs yeah. through yeah. AIM and shit. <laughs> mm -hmm. And you, they were you used to cut dubs. Yeah. Maybe they weren't mm -hmm. trans... They weren't like, yeah, they weren't kind of like adapting to what was going on mm -hmm. and to blow the shit up. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That's fucking weird. So what yeah. was the, what, <laughs> what was your move after drum and bass? Like, what happened after, right after drum that? After drum and bass, I did a fabric mix and it was like Miami bass with B-more. Because like when B-more came out, I was like, oh shit, this is like Miami bass. But is this like mm -hmm. kind of around the time when you went, uh, like is it before or after you went on tour with Kanye? Oh, this is before. Mm. Yeah, the yeah, fabric was like 05, 04, somewhere yeah, around there, yeah, yeah, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, exactly. Because that's when I was getting out of drum and bass and I was like, I like this club music. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? When the, you know, because like I was the EDM dude before EDM. Before a drag, before all that shit, like I was the weirdo fucking going to these <laughs> raves and shit, like you know what I mean, like. And then I, I would come back to the states, and I'm like, wait, y'all fucking with electro? Y'all fucking with electronic music? What the fuck? This is my lane, like you know what I mean? Like, I was like, what the? And then that's why I got into it because I was like, yo, this this feels this feels fun. It's, it feels exciting. It's something new. I was like, oh, I want in, you know. So I started doing my own little thing with like you know the Miami bass thing combined with B more. And then Moomba came out, and I was like, oh, this is definitely me. So that's when I started doing Moomba. <laughs> and then when you started, I mean, A-Track wanted to start Fool's Gold, passed down the opportunity to spin with Kanye mm. for the uh, Glow in the Dark tour. Yeah. And then you did that for a year. Mm -hmm. And then you kind of stopped because you felt like he was going in a direction where there wasn't like a collaborative effort from the DJ and everything? Or how yeah, was it? I was just... I was just I was just, I was like, my my best friend, she and my agent, she was just like, look, you're getting lost. Like, it's a year of you not in the mix of right. what's 
what's going on. You're on you're on the road with him constantly. Like people will forget about you. And it's not like you're shining in part of the show. Like we were all wearing masks and like I wasn't doing I was, <laughs> yeah. Jabberwockies in the back. Yo, we were wearing like we were we were in space and shit. So like nobody could so see nobody me. like really saw you. Nobody, nobody saw me. I wasn't getting shine. Like and and, and he wouldn't give you a shout out like yo DJ Craig. He called me A Track one time. Oh, shit. <laughs> I was like, bro, look at my skin. <laughs> like, what? that tall. He had, to, he, had to, he had to lift up the mask and show him. <laughs> um, but it was dope. But uh, yeah, it was like I was just getting, you know, I wasn't, I was scared of my career. It was almost like you were in limbo a yeah, little bit, right? I was scared of my career and I was just like, bro, I need and to. And then everything was changing and everything was moving and you were getting left behind a little bit. Right. But I was still like in the mix. I just wasn't in the mix. Like, you know, like I would just. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't for me. I, I don't. I don't want to be a DJ for anybody. <laughs> <laughs> you did it again for uh, Yellow. Yeah, Yellow, Yellow Wolf. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I did that because like um, <laughs> Clever didn't want to do it, and uh, Yellow was like, "Bro, I just need a DJ right now." Like the other guy, he left, and I really need you. And I was like, "All right, I'll I'll do it." And I spent like a year with him, and it was oh no, a couple months, not even a year. And yeah. that shit was fun because. I was part of the show. Yeah. And like me and Yella had a connection, you know what I mean? Like, pause. Oh, I was gonna say, oh. <laughs> we had a, you know, we had a good chemistry and shit and it was like, Yella's amazing. You yeah. Know? And so I was like, hell yeah. I love being around dope people. So I was like, that's cool. But then, it wasn't my vibe either, you know what I mean? Like, he's like fucking, fucking had the Dixie flag and shit. Yeah. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that so you, was you quit that also. I mean, you quit that tour. Yeah, yeah, know? I quit that, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It wasn't my thing. I don't. I can't DJ with people <laughs> for long. After like you leaving Kanye though, and he kind of like rose up to fame, like God status. Were you like he was God status back then? That tour was was with Rihanna. It was with Nerd. It was with like. It was, but it was still kind of early. Kanye, two thousand seven, was in his peak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. But that was when graduation was already out. He was working yeah, yeah. on Love. He was working on eight oh eights and Heartbreak. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But like he became God level in my Twisted Dark Fantasy or whatever. You you didn't regret leaving that shit. You're like, no, it wasn't for me. I mean, that, that was years later. That yeah. would have been a huge sacrifice. That's a long yeah. wait. It's three years. I mean, yeah. I I loved that. Like being on that tour. Like that was my first big tour, right? So I thought this was normal. So when I went on the Yellow Wolf tour, I was like, bro, you don't have this. You don't have this. You don't have this. You don't <laughs> have this. Flying first class. I'm like, I'm like, bro, I'm showering at the venue. Like, what? where's my room? <laughs> where's my room? They're like, your room is in the bus. I'm like. <laughs> What the fuck? You got a bunk. <laughs> it was, it was dope. Fucking touring with Kanye. That shit was like. Were you guys on a tour bus or how was that? Uh, yeah, yeah. In Europe, we were on a tour bus. In the in the states, we flew everywhere. And you had a hotel room. Hotel rooms. Catering, catering was catering crazy. Everywhere. Catering was nuts, bro. I was drinking while I'm doing the show. Like, we were all toasty. Like, it was dope. It was fun. The the band, the crew, like they were all dope. Like they became like fam. Like that was yeah, yeah. it was sad as fuck when I when I when I departed. <laughs> I'm gonna miss you guys. But it was dope. And w- w- you were like in an interview and you were saying like you were at the Great Wall of China and shit. Mm. And then he was in the studio. He didn't even yeah. come with y'all work on ethic. outings and he just He's a monster. He would just wanna work. Work, 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 work. That's all he wanted to do. Like, we were just sightseeing. Where's Kanye? He's in the studio, like, okaying some mixes. I'm like, fuck. So it was just nonstop. Nonstop. Him. One time in, in Brazil, like, he had a line of chicks, like, waiting to, to meet him and shit. And I was just like, yo, what the? I was like, can I, can I see what's going on in the room? Like, <laughs> I thought some crazy shit was happening in the room because it was girls coming in and out. And him trying to find the right fucking kicker. Bro, he was on, <laughs> he was on his laptop. Like this. 
Damn, that sucks. Just typing and shaking hands. Just, I was like, is he working? This motherfucker's working? <laughs> like, he had, the, he had the baddest checks there, and he was working. I was like, Yeah, Brazilian checks are bad. There's <laughs> some fat asses over there. I was like, bro, Kanye's the man, bro. His work, Damn, his work ethic is amazing. He's dope. I don't fuck with him, though. <laughs> well, back now, then, back, back then, did you guys have, like, a good relationship? It was dope? No, nah, not really. I was just... It was just... I was there covering for A-Track. Oh, yeah. That sucks. I don't even think he remembers me. <laughs> he probably... Like, Who? Do you, see, do you see any <laughs> signs of what he's become now? Like, back then, just kind yeah, of getting worse and worse? And all that shit, yeah, yeah. And just people around him enabling his behavior and making him worse, kind of? Nobody or? telling him no is... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not enabling. Like, he enables himself. Like... Were you around when his mom passed? Or that was um, you were after that. I think I was after that because okay. he would sing. I think yeah, that was after would, that yeah. tour. Yeah, that was yeah. after. No, she the, passed before the glow in the dark. I think it was during the glow in the dark tour. It was 07. No, because a track. I remember a track was still DJing for him when he did the first Hey Mama after she passed. Oh, okay, cool. And that yeah. was dark. I mean, yeah. dope, not dark. It, it was dope. Okay. <laughs> I meant dark as in like wow, like shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that was dark for him to do that. You would never do that shit again, huh? Never work with an artist unless it was like I would say like the most. Probably the most, mm. uh, probably like the Beastie Boys and like Mike would be something like that kind well, of dynamic would work the best. I would DJ everybody's gonna be like, what? Because everybody hates him now. I would DJ for M because I think he's the greatest. Eminem, yeah. Because mm. I would make the show dope. I would make it like I'm not just gonna play a track for you, bro. We're gonna we're gonna make this exciting. Like we're gonna do something different. Mm -hmm. And I think he's the greatest still. Like his music sucks. I get it. His voice is annoying. I get it. <laughs> but technically, he's still a shit. He hasn't, uh, to me, he hasn't done shit good since Encore, but that's me. I mean, he hasn't made a good album. Since Encore. Since Encore, but he still does some shit that I'm like, fuck. It's like, to me, he's the Cubert, right? Like, okay. if you show Cubert to my daughter, she's, gonna, she's not going to understand it. She's not going to like mm -hmm. it. But to me, when Cubert cuts, it's still, like, I'm still a little kid. I'm still like, whoa. Yeah. It's the same thing with him. When he kicks a freestyle and... <laughs> Even the ones that people make fun of, <laughs> I still think, wow, that took a lot of effort and a lot of work, and that's all I like. I like dope shit. You're you're psyched for rap god, huh? I'm curious to see <laughs> how you would break that show down. That's fucking. Uh, you know, it would just be like it wouldn't just be track for track for track for track. I would just make everything make sense and fucking. I don't know. I would just do something different. I think more have a more interaction. With I've never really seen a DJ that was as interactive as the Mike? Beastie Boys and mm, Mike. Yep, that's the craziest shit. Where he'd be literally like Doing juggling a drum shit. pattern yeah. and they'd be rapping over it for like three minutes that was mm -hmm. like even premiere and gangstar no i've never seen guru and premiere but i'm just assuming like when i saw a beastie boys show with mike it was fucking crazy mm -hmm. and it was just it was he was very much a part of the show like That's they literally thing. took all of his talents yeah and said let's, let's just mix it all together yeah he was he yeah. was the fourth beastie boy yeah it wasn't was. like he was the dj he was the fourth he actually boy. made a lot of the songs to me like sound better because i'd be like oh shit this is like <laughs> yeah. it's a little raw this well, is, like sounds a little more raw well you know what jam like master was kind of like that when we went dmc true a little yeah true, it was yeah. true yeah. true true mm -hmm. true true because yeah. he would actually do it live exactly yeah yeah mm -hmm. you know yeah. i think that mike and the bc boys that's probably the last time that a group named a song after their dj because mm. because of what mm -hmm. um jam master j had one terminator x had one mm -hmm. i think mike I mean, might a, have been a the lot last of have, i mean lord is of the underground even had one for their DJ. but i mean after that <laughs> after that you didn't hear about it any anymore name? Lord Jazz. Lord Jazz. Yeah, Lord Jazz. Lord, Lord Jazz. Jazz make, hit me one, one time, time, make it make funky. funky. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Old head shit. <laughs> Old head. 
The only, I mean, that was like the thing back in the day, yeah. in yeah. the 90s, to the like DJ. make a song about your DJ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tribal Quest did it. in that yeah. era, I think the DJs were a bigger part of like the songs. Oh, yeah, they were part of production. Part of I mean, they were part of production. Yeah, and that's what I was saying. Like, people actually give a fuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nobody yeah. gives a fuck. And they were not wearing masks in the background. I hate humans. They fucking suck. <laughs> well, how do you feel about the music right now? Oh, shit. Old head time. Yeah. What, what moves you? What, what <laughs> makes you say pass, skip? Right now, beats. I said that in Serato, like that whole Ivy Lab shit, the whole fucking shades. That whole new movement is like fucking hip hop to me. It's like, but what Dilla would be doing if he liked drum and bass, mm-hmm. and that's that's like gold to me. I'm like, wait, mm-hmm. fucking organic beats with like drum and bass sound design. Woo! <laughs> you know what I mean, like heaven, <laughs> heaven. It's heaven. Uh, that excites me. Um, what about the new hip hop? All of TDE. They're mm-hmm. they're the ones for me that are just carrying the torch. Nothing from the south. JID, he's from Atlanta. Oh, he's from Atlanta. I think he's the next. On Dreamville, yeah. He's yeah, the mm-hmm. next one. Jake, I like J Cole, but I, I'm like on the like with the masses. Oh, you get some my nerves. Like for me, J Cole is like the new KRS one. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I was gonna he, say Nas, but <laughs> I guess no, no. He gets. I mean, like how he gets on people's nerves. You yeah. Know what I mean? Like, oh, stop preaching. It's like, the, yeah, but we need him. You know, yeah, like yeah. Nas wasn't really that preachy. KRS One was like scholar. Yeah, like, always bringing up social issues. Yeah, and, shit so you like got, that. and yeah. I love that. It's yeah. just I feel that with J Cole, that vibe of like, oh god, fuck. There's a better way to go about this guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't be too preachy. I mean, this this is from you, but I mean, you're really. <laughs> I'm really preachy, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you know what? I, I, think, like, I think I'm funny preachy though. No, nah, no. Nah, nah. I'm not like, yo, you should be a DJ like this. And that's why I don't use real DJ no more. Everyone's been <laughs> warning me not to talk about Trump on this. Podcast. Why? Fuck him. <laughs> fuck Trump. Okay. <laughs> like I don't. I don't get that shit. Why? You, why? Would, why are people scared to say fuck Trump? I don't know. I don't know, man. Why? Like I had a fuck Trump sticker on my fucking laptop, and like I remember I did a show in South Carolina, and I was just like, oh fuck, this is gonna be awkward. Put that shit up. <laughs> like, they didn't tell you to take it off. Nah. Fuck. Do you play uh, fuck Donald Trump every time? No, I never even play that song. It's it's an old tune now, but people always expect me to play it. I just don't have no cool trick. Like everybody uses the tricks for it, so I feel like if I do it, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna do it in a, in a more creative way. Yeah. So I'm just like, eh. but you th- fuck Trump all day. Do you think him being in in the presidency and everything, the way he approached media mm-hmm. and uh, fucking troll? <laughs> yeah. Do you think that really honestly changed how everyone approached social media and how everyone? And how we approached music, I really honestly think it was around around him. Like when he came into like you know during that election year, I believe it was 2015, 2015, 2016. 16. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. Twenty sixteen was election. Twenty sixteen. What do you mean he changed? Like what you mean? Like he changed things? I feel like mean? the way people approach social media was different. Like. It was the same year when it was the uh, election year with like Hillary Clinton. Mm-hmm. Black Lives Black Lives Matter came out. Mm. We started looking at social media for like news. Yeah, mm-hmm. right because they were getting shit before the actual news. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then there started becoming a lot of anger. You know what I mean? And I feel like this anger started building up towards social media. Then social media became super negative because before it became a place of to me inspiration. Yeah, it was more positive. And then when he became, you know, president, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it just kind a, of he, he gave a voice to assholes. You feel I me? Mean? Like he, mm-hmm. he just yeah. he, bro. I, 
Twilight Zone up in this bitch, bro, with this motherfucker. Like, I don't get it. I don't understand why he's still alive. Well, how did this happen? Period. How did this how did he happen? get in the office? Media train crazy. <laughs> yeah. Get it together here, bro. Come on. Put another pin on him right there. <laughs> I don't understand. Like, I don't understand people who rock with him. I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't understand. I, don't, I just, bro, it's like, it's like, what? He's good for money? What is he good for? Like, just. For me, it's like when he opens up his mouth, it's already a negative. It's already, okay, you're done. You shouldn't be president. You just look yeah. at him. You're just like, the, 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 the way he looks. Like, bro, he looks like a fucking villain. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's people, there's, it's a vibe. Like, I don't know if I'm seeing something else that nobody's nah, seeing. Nah, I feel nah. like I'm taking crazy but pills. Is it, is it kind of more scary, though, that, like you said, he gave a voice to assholes to come out, to the racist trolls. people to come out. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. just everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I remember like my daughter was saying, oh my God, people think he's a savage. I'm like, what the fuck does that even mean? Is that a cool <laughs> thing? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? It just. It's like a bad job. He's not, yeah, he's not, he's not presidential. He's not, not, he's a savage. So he's cool. Like, I, it just shows how stupid and how crazy this country is and how, what the level of, dumbness that it's gotten to well i mean i think the scarier thing to me that i realized was that i didn't realize these people existed i they yeah. were, so that means they were all in hiding oh it existed <laughs> i didn't know it was that but they was in, like you said they was in hiding traveling was in, in middle there. america but there were but, but you didn't i mean <laughs> there was at a time everyone was kind of like yo i'm not gonna take it there oh and it now, wasn't it wasn't it wasn't cool to be so, a racist I mean, prick the qu- question is what's what's better the in hiding shit or the shit that's out in the open. You're right. I mean, shit. I liked it when they, when they were hiding, hiding and not cool. But the the problem is <laughs> that when they they're think. when they're in hiding, they're kind of like slowly teaching this shit in a secret society, and mm. it's growing and growing, and we're not aware of it. But, it's but, almost like but, a cancer. It's like a cancer in the U.S. that we can't see. Mm. But at least now we can see the shit. Yeah. But you don't feel like when they was in hiding, at least they was put in check. They knew not to come out. But yeah. the problem is, it, but that's not the solution. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of like. Uh, what we started with this Trump shit. I know, I know. <laughs> racist people, racist people is uh, the blood pressure. Yeah, <laughs> it's quiet. Yeah. The, problem is that, the problem is that it's not the solution because you don't come to a term. Like everyone needs to come to a level plane. You don't come to a level plane if someone's not telling you the truth. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. like. When, so there has to be a level of understanding, and the only thing I, the only time I ever saw America change, or I guess from history, is through Martin Luther King. Right, one side has to actually be completely selfless, mm-hmm. and like has to be nonviolent, and they literally, and that's where you really see the ugliness of the other side. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. that's not happening right now because the liberals are just as fucking aggressive as. You know, the racists, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah. the right wing. So it's a really bad place for me because no one's really taking the higher ground. Yeah, it's fucked up. And yeah. it's happening all over the world, by the way. It's not only happening in America. Yeah. Oh, it is. Right wing motherfuckers are on the rise everywhere. Really? Yeah, man. You're seeing it like traveling it's all over. It's in the news. <laughs> Mm. The fucking Brexit. the Brazilian president, Brexit, yeah. fucking in Greece and Philippines and in Finland, I think it was. How do Canadians have these problems? Canadians don't have problems. Canadians <laughs> are <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Canadians are the best color, people. Shout color, out to track one more time. Color Shout out Mar- Protect <laughs> A-Track at all costs. <laughs> color Marvel. We're moving in. Oh, yeah. Oh, funny, funny little story. You know, uh, <laughs> I had tweeted Protect A-Track at all costs before the beef. 
It's almost <laughs> like I knew something was gonna happen. Oh, I it, thought it was during the fingers were tingling. It was before. It was like I put it on my shit because like he had he had written some shit about DJing that I was like, oh, oh yeah, this was like yeah, I this was that. right before it, and I was yeah, like protect eight before. track at all costs, and then this shit happened, and I was like. God damn! Protect a track at all costs. <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking. Anyways, fuck Trump. <laughs> anyway, I was gonna ask you. I mean, I'm 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 from an immigrant family, Latino science shit. Does that hit more harder to you about the whole immigration shit? Because of course. you come from especially that? since my fucking sister supports him. Okay. Wow. Oh, I don't talk tough. to her. Family gatherings are tough. Fat crazy's crib. I don't talk to her. But what's her what's her argument? What's her I side? I think her shit was on some like he's a savage kind of thing. I think she took it as a Is she joke. younger? No, she's but older you? than me, two years oh, okay. older. I think for her it was funny. Mm. A troll? And for maybe? her yeah, for her I think it was one of those things and for her Damn, I don't want this my sister, but like she has <laughs> lost <laughs> touch with her immigrant side, if you know what I'm saying. Like she's like she forgot what Close she the border. From. I'm like, stupid. We came through that border. <laughs> we were illegal immigrants. You guys fled from uh from Nicaragua when the war was happening. Yeah. Yeah. We fled in the 70, 79 or yeah. 80. The Sandinistas and Contras and shit. So yeah, we we It's like a five year civil war. Yeah. Right? And that's and that same motherfucker's in charge now. It's <laughs> fucking hilarious. I can't even go back over there right now because it's dark right now. It's like they're killing students and shit. Like it's fucking dark. I only knew like I only knew like two Nicaraguans in New York. I was just yeah. surprised that you were Nicaraguan <laughs> in Miami. I mean, are there a lot of Nicaraguans in Miami? That's yeah, right. they yeah, are. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot in LA too. Monopoly, really? Yeah. 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 I I sure. Is that where? In, the, in LA? Uh, like Koreatown. When yeah. I was in New York, they were like Native Americans. Like, I was just saying, Native, Native, Native Americans. Native Americans. Jesus. Well, you guys landed in, in Frisco first, right? Yeah, we, we yeah. My, my dad had family in Daly City. So when I was three, we went to San Fran. My mom didn't like the weather. We moved to Miami when I was five. Mm. Yeah. And then stayed there. Forever. Forever. Damn, that's I'm crazy. not moving back. Fuck that shit. You still you DJ out there at uh sometimes Love Below? Is oh, I thought one? you meant Nicaragua. Oh no, uh, <laughs> in my <laughs> you, <laughs> DJ, back home. you DJ in Nicaragua? <laughs> yeah, DJ Nicaragua. Yeah, like a New Year's once. Yeah. Oh shit! How is that? We got clubs. <laughs> what the fuck know. was that? We got clubs. By the way, I just picture like high ass. You know, like the ending scene of a uh, Avengers: Infinity War. Do you know where Thanos was? Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I just pictured Nicaragua. Yeah, just like Nicaragua, like that. Kwanda, what is it? Awanda? No, no, Wakanda. We're not Wakanda, motherfucker. No, 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 it's not Wakanda. It's another spot where he's chilling, looking at the sunset. It's like mad, like big trees. That's what I picture Nicaragua. Just like mountains and shit. A lot of fields. A lot of fields. A lot of greenery. The 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 place that I go DJ now is like San Juan del Sur, so that's like a vacation spot. Managua is like, you know, it's like every other. Big city. They want to. They want to hear Steve Aoki. <laughs> they got a little crazy. <laughs> I go in there and they're like, "Who's he?" Start throwing cakes at people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I did the same shit. You know, oh my no disrespect God. to Steve Aoki. I love that dude. I love him. <laughs> Omar Galliano's Nicaraguan. Is he really? Yeah. Who? Oh, shit. It's a. Uh, he I was a music he was from Guatemala. He, and he's Nicaraguan. Who? Uh, Omar Galliano is the. He was a music director at Tao. Oh, oh yes, I met him. You did meet. Yes, yeah. I met him. Yeah. You're like my brother. But they have yeah. similar similar qualities. Yeah, they look I the mean, same. Uh, you know, you know characteristics. I used yeah. to go to Europe, and they used to think I was Filipino. Really? I was, I was yeah. gonna crack a Filipino joke when you said Daily City, but I held back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I used to go to Europe. They, they thought I was Filipino. I was like, damn, because I could scratch. That's fucked up. Cubans, <laughs> <laughs> Filipino? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, I didn't yeah. know the joke. So is Mike. I think he's half Filipino or some shit. All of I them are. All of them, yeah. Except A Track. Except A Track. 
Yeah. And Jazzy you Jeff. You don't look Filipino. He does look Filipino. He does? <laughs> yeah, a You don't. Yeah. I don't look Filipino. A little, as a Filipino, yeah, yeah. he doesn't look Filipino. Exactly. Oh, I look Mexican look or some shit. Are you one of us, bro? Okay. Are you Mexican? Yes. Oh, fuck. <laughs> he said, oh, fuck. <laughs> Did you hear that? They're building the wall and we keep stealing it? That's amazing. <laughs> you can't hear that? That's amazing. I can't wait for the movie to come out of what's happening right now. The little Jose. Unless it gets darker and darker and darker, which I think it might get darker and darker. He's going to win another four years. You think he's gonna win? No of four? course. After this, no collusion bullshit. Nah, I think. I Bernie, think so. I think Bernie gets. Every, everyone's forecasting. And I'm on some like, what's the dude from uh from uh, HBO? Bill. Uh, Bill Maher. Bill Maher. Bill Maher. Yeah. Maher. Like he's like he's gonna be the last press. He's not gonna go. I'm, I'm starting to believe that shit. Cause like before the no collusion shit came out, he was just like, I got the military. I got the bikers. Like he's threatening shit. Like he's like on some like. Oh, he should hear. About you ain't gonna take me out even if you vote me out. Like he's on that kind so of vibe. What Crazy, uh. what Crazy is talking about is that Bill Maher on HBO has been saying that he doesn't think uh, Trump is gonna leave office because the second he leaves office, he's gonna. He could be uh, subject to jail or jail time or anything. Oh, he like is that. off yeah. top. Yeah, he's not gonna. He's he needs to stay in the protection uh, protection of being president. Nah, so he he's saying that he's not you're saying that he's not going to leave office. I think he's out. I think he's out. No, bro. Bernie going to go around first. Yo, think about it this way. Think about it this way, Jamie. There hasn't been a president that's only had one term pretty much since you've been alive. Really? Uh, Bush's? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah Bush right, was two right, terms. Right. Two Obama. Terms. Everyone, yeah. everyone is forecasting. Every, everyone is forecasting he's gonna win the next four. I don't know. Everybody's had eight years, bro. Nah, fuck out of here. I put him in other words. Darkness. Who's the last one that didn't have um, eight years? Um, Jimmy Carter. Jimmy didn't Carter. Have? No, 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 no. Um, <laughs> Bush. Which one? Which one? Bush. No, no, Bush. Bush. Elder, the elder Bush. The first Bush. The first Pause. Bush. Yeah. Not Fabio. <laughs> the longer Bush. Wait, so <laughs> who knocked, who knocked <laughs> them out? <laughs> he only did four years. Yeah, because right. Clinton beat him. That's what I was saying. Like oh. exactly. Yeah. Pretty much almost all your life. Yeah. Where'd you come up with Carter? Like Jimmy Carter. Carter. He was right. That was right before. I mean. Yeah, Jimmy Carter's he, like eighty-seven. He went to two degrees, bro. Remember? Did you say eighty-seven? Isn't it like eighties? 80 I was in office. No, like 81. Yeah. Okay. I was off six years. <laughs> no, because Reagan went to office in 81. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah, the 70s. I thought Jimmy Carter was probably the first DJ talk getting into a fucking. No, right? <laughs> it's having crazy on the Jimmy, show. We, Carter. Ju- we just had to say fuck Trump. <laughs> we didn't have to get into it. <laughs> hey, yo, so you do spend like the Love Below party, right? Yeah, yeah, that's a dope and party. You, my boy does a. You, I think you said you guys used to spend his peach fuzz party. Yeah, I used to spend. Yeah. And then you did. Uh, was it chocolate Sundays or something like that? Chocolate Sundays was like a thing. Yeah. 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 It was dope. Do you? And I didn't realize you spun in Miami like that. Yeah. Do you, yeah. Do you, like how often do you spend there? Like? Now not that much, but now I'm starting a, a beats and drum and bass night, so I'm gonna start doing that monthly. Um, but for the low below dudes, yeah, I, I used to just go there to chill because I I love the vibe. Like that's when like this whole the. Excuse me. The selection vibe was like popping off. What's the vibe in there like? In um, Love Below? Yeah. Uh, right now it's more. I don't. I don't go that much no more. They switch venues. It's still dope. It's still kind of selectiony. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Yeah, it's dope. It's the only party I go to in Miami. Yeah. Yeah. I think Miami has some of the. Oh no! Best sorry. Music, and Walshie's party is fucking insane. The, uh, the rum and bass. Rum and bass sounds cool. That's a cool name. I think yeah. Miami has some <laughs> of the best music. Like Miami, Miami got some mm-hmm. of the best DJs. Yeah. For real. Mm-hmm. Like off top. I'm just kidding. That's some West Coast shit. Uh, fucking Dizza, fucking my boy Louis Garson is like the best DJ. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a ton of them. There's a ton of them, yeah. Conflict. Conflict. Why not? Conflict, Jessica Who. Jessica Who. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, 
Even like OGs like Mauricio and Irie. Yeah. Yeah. I saw Mauricio yeah. at Racket and he was killing shit. Like I haven't seen that style in a minute where it's like just into the verse. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm like, what the fuck? Like not even mixing the tune, just straight into the verses, 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 verses. I was like, holy shit. And he was like, he was killing it. He's dope. Miami is like my favorite because it's like it's like New York. I love New York as well. Mm-hmm. But I love like cities with like multiple ethnicities and, and like you different cultures music. Yeah. i love latin music but i mean reggae has always been open there there was a time in miami where they you weren't allowed to play reggaeton in clubs true because they thought it was ghetto speak on it yeah <laughs> i mean you could probably talk about that more than i can yeah no it was a time when yeah. it was like i hate to say this but it wasn't that it was ghetto's refi what is that? that yeah, refugee we're... kind of like oh, refi, okay. like that's what you used to call like the fucking dudes that came straight off the boat. Yeah, yeah refugees, mm-hmm. like, like yeah. refugees, yeah. And it was like it wasn't it wasn't yeah, motherfuckers were not. But it was like but, kind of the high post, like the high post up in yeah, Cubans that yeah, were like we don't want to yeah, hear this. Yeah, we don't want to hear this shit. That's some. Mm. But, but it was big in Miami though, right? It's huge right now. I mean, back then though. No, nah, I mean you nah, couldn't nah, play it in like. The, I mean, even the, though you couldn't play in the clubs, it was still big out there. It was yeah, big. Was it was weird with, with 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 their crowd. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. With the Latin. It was Latin like the crowd. Gasolina times. It was when it was big. That, yeah. yeah. That, that, was huge. that you couldn't play it though. Mm. Like they were like, we don't want to. You can't play that shit here. What was that? Tego Calderon. Yeah. When Tego was like killing it. Yeah. Yeah. Like two thousand three, four, four. Yeah. But reggae and all that shit always popped off. Mm-hmm. Always, dance hall was always big, like yeah. fucking shit. When out in like in in like the golden era, fucking when I was DJing, like it was hip hop, R and B, and reggae all night, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was and it would pop off. Like now I don't see that much R and B and like all that shit. I miss yeah. R and B like I miss R and B. It was like that in New York also during yeah, that golden. Sure. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. That's I think that's the reason why LMA like literally blew up. It's like literally the only kind of like. Mainstream, like yeah. mainstream R and B that's out, yeah, because yeah. there's other R and B, but it's like not mainstream, you know. Well, no. It's super like uh, what do you call it? Lo fi, right? Yeah, yeah, Is that what yeah. they call it? Like lo fi R and B or something? I don't, I don't know. know. Like her, Daniel Caesar. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, like what do you consider? Like, what do you consider Trey Song and all that shit? He's more in the he's mainstream. That's kind of mainstream. But is that R and B still or no? Yeah, uh, kind of. Yeah, I think Most so. Has he dropped anything though? Nah, he hasn't had like a good hit for like. He dropped a rap album. Yeah, he hasn't had a good. Who Trey? Since 2014, I missed that shit. I know. <laughs> yeah, he hasn't had a hit from. Oh, he thinks man. he's the best, isn't he? The guy that tries everybody, like saying he's the best MC. No, shit. Uh, isn't that Trey Songz? No, you probably thinking Jacquees. Jack- yeah. no, 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 no. Trey Songz went at at the dude. Um, Trey Songz was going after everybody. I think. Oh, he went after Meek Mill recently. He was going. He went yeah. after the um, the dude that did that nah, song with him. But that was over a chick. That was over Lori yeah. Harvey. Yeah. Well, anyways, he's bugging. <laughs> <laughs> he's bugging. I, I got a question. You yeah. you did the Serato video, right? Mm-hmm. That was your first time working with them, kind of? No, no, I had worked with them before. Okay. I went from Final Scratch to Serato, and then from Serato back to Tractor, which was Final Scratch, and it became Tractor. So w- when you had to, like, go to Tractor, mm-hmm. did you want to go to Tractor? Yeah. Why? And I wanted to go to Serato. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you want to go to Tractor? But did you have because to use that at every gig that you did? Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. wanted to use it. It wasn't like they were paying me. Oh, you wanted to use it? Yeah, of course. Like when they Tractor, when it when it when it became Tractor, it wasn't as good as Tractor Scratch Pro. When was because I feel like this was like what like 2010? You were on Tractor around there? Not sure. I was on Tractor when I was with Kanye. No, 
2014, he was still on Tractor. That's fucking yeah. weird. 2008. Oh, what, yeah. what, what attracted you to Tractor? It sounded better, the scratching. Yeah. Really? Still yeah. sounds yeah. better. Yeah, yeah, it does. Because I was, I was rocking my boy. <laughs> I'm not going to say shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, was I love you, Serato. <laughs> Media training, Chris. I need another Tesla. <laughs> yeah, because my boy, my boy Triumph went into Tractor because this motherfucker was in Tractor. But like, yo, but Crazy is using it. I'm like, who gives a fuck? Now I'm using Serato and you're using Tractor and we'll switch off and do the house I felt like they were paying motherfuckers to make them switch. I was like, yo, because Scribble was on Tractor and I was like, why are you on Tractor? And let me speak on that because like people be bugging, DJ companies be bugging and they think that we need them. They need us. You feel me? Like motherfuckers be getting free mixers and like promoting the shit out of these companies. I'm like, make sure you get something out of this shit because these motherfuckers out there, like, like you said, like. I knew my influence yeah, with he Tractor. Was, he was big on that shit. I knew my influence with Tractor and like fucking Native Instruments treated me like a king. Anything I wanted, Native Instruments was like. He was God's dad. God's dad. My, my, fucking, my, fader would, my fader would break and they'd be like, all right, we're sending you three new mixers. I'm like, you just got to send me a fader. No, no, don't worry about it. I couldn't unscrew. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And it was like, yeah, I was going to diss somebody, but. Anyway, I love everybody. Yeah, yeah, patch, patch. <laughs> where, where, where I was going with that is like, yo, DJs, we got to know our worth. We got to know, like, you know. Look at that. Look at that. The growth. Well, ex- crazy. Explain. <laughs> well, can you explain that shit a little bit more? No, because it's just, you know. Well, like, how does a motherfucker approach that? Let's say, like, a, I don't know. Fuck it. Like, a J.S. Spinoza, mm-hmm. Miles Medina. Mm-hmm. They get a company to come over there and talk to them. Mm-hmm. Are you leaving your, your line open to be like, yo, before you talk to them, talk to me about it, and I'll. I'll show you how to course, navigate with them. Of course, of course, yeah, do, do, yeah. Hit, hit me up. <laughs> you know, let me. Because I feel like I feel like motherfuckers need to hear that. Yeah, because then because sure. they'll be open to it. Because I don't well, think no, well, somebody hit me up and they were just like, "Yo, this company wants me to do some shit, and they're gonna give me this for for a video." I was like, "No, <laughs> don't do it, bro. Like they got to give you more than that." You know, like yeah, like ah, I'm not gonna go into it, but yeah, I had a little experience <laughs> with somebody that fucking. Fucking try to play me out like I was on, like some little new jag, and I was like, "What? <laughs> You're gonna give me that for? A you routine? gotta give us a little sum. What what nah, happened? Nah, I mean, nah, nah. If you I'll know, bleep if you, names if you want. If you know, you know. But I was just like, I felt so disrespected that they were offering me some crappy deal. I was like, "What? Like crumbs? You know what the <laughs> fuck you talking to? You want one of my routines? I only put out one like every other couple of years, and you're gonna, anyways? <laughs> yeah, no, fuck <laughs> Trump is all I'm saying. <laughs> no, yeah, my boy Trump really." Put he did like a payment plan just for the mixer you were using. He's like, yo, but crazy. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. He put that shit on layaway. Yeah, on layaway. <laughs> but he got he got the mixer and he was paying like thirty five bucks a month. How much shit. was the mixer? I think it was it's like, like five hundred bucks, six hundred bucks. Yeah, like six. Yeah, five, so yeah, 600. I mean, he was twenty one, I think, at the time. But he he just did the switch because of you. And so it was like, I was like, damn, crazy, really got that Send much influence. <laughs> at least you sold one mixer as far as you know one, I sold one you're like a unicorn though right I mean Peter you, I mean I mean, you're a unicorn what does that, that even mean I'm saying that that pause <laughs> I was gonna say that but you know me to train me to train me to train I'm saying the, situ- the situation you're in for these companies to come up to you and have, have them have you endorse them I mean there's not a lot of DJs that can do that you think there are DJ companies yeah yeah of course like A-Track Myself, Jeff, Q, Z Trip. Everyone's on God's Fucking you know, Zach so. should be fucking treated yeah, like gold. Zach, Zach should Scratch be treated bastard. like gold. Scratch Bastard should be treated like gold. Like, you know what I mean? These guys are like pushing the culture. And like when Zach drops something, shit, look at our shirts. Our shirts sell out like in fucking 30 minutes. 
cut into Christian wearing the shirt. My dude, shout out Christian. He's like, yeah, you want to see my shirt? Nah, get on camera over here. <laughs> Come on, free advertisement right here. You buy a shirt. Good teaching is important. You know? <laughs> Two cents. And by the way, that is, that is a, a real narrative. That shit pissed me off when he was like, that real DJ and the good DJing is important. That's a fake narrative. I'm like, fuck you. Who said that? Uh, oh, the, the guy. Rock, the the guy. guy. Yeah, yeah, the guy. The Can't guy. say his name. Yeah, I was like, no, nah, fuck him. You don't, you don't get no shine. Um, yeah, I was like, what the <laughs> fuck does that mean? Oh, and, and that's where I was gonna. That, that's where I was gonna go with this whole brand shit because he was like talking about brands, 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 brands. Branding yourself. You're branding yourself. I, mean, I don't come from that generation, bro. I come from the generation of being dope and following your fucking dreams. I hate that whole brand shit. But you are a brand. But, but that is. The I know brand. I am a brand. You're but, multiple brands. But it's Slow different now. <laughs> Crazy. Right. Two cents. Right. But the way he was the saying goat. it was like. I know, right? What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, you are right? mad brands. <laughs> <laughs> No, but what I mean, what, like he was like on some like, yo, it's you know, it's you gotta you, you gotta have your business correct and you gotta do this with for the money and blah blah and the brand. And I was like, bro, whatever, because he was like, being dope isn't enough. I'm like, no, 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 that's a false narrative. Being dope is enough. Good DJing is important. Real DJing is important to whatever it means to you. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that whole following money and all that shit. Fuck out of here, bro. Like, if I were to follow money, I wouldn't be here. Like, I followed trying to be dope. Mm-hmm. Being dope made my dreams come true. And like for you kids out there, be dope. Fuck chasing money. Fuck the whole business side of this whole shit is like. But, but you, you, know, should, you should brand yourself. Though. I don't know. That's a little. But I don't try to brand myself. I but guess I am a brand. brand. Of course, but I don't try. I mean, the Serato, you know, native instruments, they all saw you like a brand. And you're telling people, yo, you got to, you know, know your worth. And that's kind of branding yourself. You got me there. But at the. End of the day, all I care about is being dope. So just focus on being dope, and all that shit comes. Well, don't you, you basically? I don't know if it comes though. It comes, bro. You like, don't feel like, but it was a different time when you when you came out. Right. If I were to come out right now, I think I would have done it a, diff- a different way. But I would still be focusing on just being dope. <laughs> oh, of course, yeah. I wouldn't be focusing on like, okay, I gotta get my numbers up, and I gotta do this, and I gotta please these people, and I gotta please these people. You kind of mimic that. Too, I, right? No, but I don't think that's what Rathakan was saying. He I was think, saying that something. He was saying that in the no, branding show. No, no, no. I think Rathakan was saying that. People got gigs through relationships. They got through different branding. Some people's brand were that they're good DJs and they're dope. That could be your brand. No, but he kept repeating that it doesn't matter anymore. No, but there is a there is a in in our circle of where we're in right now, mm-hmm. or where we're like in the nightclubs. He's kind of right because there are people who we are opening for or who are taking headline gigs. Which I, you know, what I get it. Mm-hmm. They have more of a marketing status. Mm. But they are coming in and they are taking. I, these, and they're not. These and they're not that good. It yeah. has nothing to do with DJing. Uh, I, bro, people I are opening up for Brody Jenner, my guy. Oh my god. I yeah, agree. it happens. <laughs> it's it's real, reality. I, I agree. I agree. But just being dope does matter. Good DJing, of course. Is yeah, no, that's that's uh, that's a factor. Yeah. That's a factor. It's, 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 it, but he was trying to downplay that shit. And that's all I had to say about that. No, but, but it's sixty percent <laughs> of it. But, this, but it's not the four hundred no, to get your gig. But this is what happens with nightclubs. So they'll say like, oh, we're going to get, you know, this Chantel Jeffries, we're going to get like influencer DJs to come in and have them, you know, what have a, them headline. What a fucking world. And then, and then <laughs> yeah, it's, that's, that's the shit that happens. In the and then they'll be class. like this. Let's say you were, you were like, you weren't God status. You were one of us crazy, right? <laughs> come down from the, <laughs> <I am laughs> one of you. From the heavens. Yo, but this whole working <laughs> shit. I work. 
No, no, but to being dope I'm is work. I'm explaining. I'm explaining. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's say you're one of us. Come to the peasant. I am one of you. Go ahead. <laughs> and we're like, you know, I'm in a I'm in a management meeting with the nightclub, and I'm like, and they're like, you know, why don't you get crazy to hell? You know, crazy is good, but we need them here to hold it down. And the second we get him there, we start marketing him. His rate's going to go up. Let's just leave him here and let's stick him here. Yeah. And then, you know, let's say 8-Track comes, meets Craze. Oh, man, you're really dope. You know, you're, you're really dope. And then that's as far as it goes. Everyone just keeps coming in. It's like a revolving door of everyone telling this guy he's dope. Mm -hmm. And he just ends up staying at that one nightclub and being known just for being yeah. that really dope DJ. That one that's getting. And that's what Rathacon was saying is that being dope is not enough. You need to find a story. You need to find something to a brand niche. yourself a niche to kind of just get a little something out there. Yeah. And that's, yeah, exactly. I think that's what he was talking about. Not mm -hmm. like just fake branding or anything like that. He was no, trying I, to tell I, them. That's no, why I think, I think, I, I, I think his, his delivery is off. Is really, <laughs> it's really off. Awesome. No, no, it's different okay, when you're nice crazy. Your rock, your delivery is way the fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Get that shit together, bro. Get it together. What but that's why I think, I think you guys, you, A-Track, and him have similar th thinking. Mm. His, the only thing is he has a very like, Yo, shut up. Eat this shit kind of shit. Where <laughs> I used to I be will, like that. I will, <laughs> you see, that's where y'all get along. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I used to be like that. Whereas I will come up to you and be like, look, this is something I made. This is mm. I put this in it. And he's just going to be like, yo, you don't want that? You whack, man. Get out of here. And then he's a it's, dick. Yeah, yeah. But that, but you—it's not really a dig. It's just kind of like, you yeah, know what I'm saying, right? Yeah, we you were know? talking about not having not having tact in the car. Remember, like, oh yeah, yeah, my yeah. my boy has no tact. Um, so yeah, there's some people don't have tact. I I don't have tact sometimes. Like, but he has a super good heart. Like his heart is super good. Yeah, maybe some people think you're an asshole and you're a piece of shit, but you're a super nice guy. <laughs> no, people always think I'm an asshole. It's always funny. Like people would like, yo, you're actually nice, and I'm he's just gonna like, be like, he's gonna be like, six, he's gonna be like sixty years old, and him and Rock are gonna sit somewhere in the They're gonna have a DJ duo. I've had beefs with people that I've dated like for years. Usually, the people you have beef with, you become best friends with. I don't know, we're gonna become best friends. Yeah, they're gonna come a DJ duo. It's gonna be like It's gonna be like three. Sense. Oh, <laughs> my oh my god! Oh my god! It's gonna be Zach Craze and Rock just, yeah. just rolling with y'all. <laughs> the quarter crew, the quarter water crew. No, I think I, I don't know. I, I feel um, I don't know. But you get what I'm saying. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. You, what you're now saying. you understand what he was talking. Yeah, yeah. About. I just felt like him saying this is a false narrative. I'm like, shut the fuck up! It just was, it was hurting my brain. Yeah. For him to say that good DJing is important is a false narrative. I get it. For the world you live in, it might be. Yeah, but not for kids looking up to us. For kids looking up to us, that should mean something. Right. It's mm -hmm. something that they look forward to, and it's something that they believe in. And for for him to be shutting it down like that, I was like, nah, so bro. I, I feel dreams like, are real, bro. Follow your dreams. I feel like Rocktacon <laughs> is like, Rocktacon is, is telling the kids, like, you know, when kids were growing up, they're like, oh, I want to be like Joe DiMaggio. Mm. You're Joe DiMaggio. And what we're acting kind of saying is like, yo, you're not going to be Joe DiMaggio. Yeah, he's shutting down dreams. Wait, 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 That's no. a fuckhead shit to do. He's not. He's like, <laughs> but you can't be a pinch hitter. So like, let me show you how to be a pinch hitter. Nah. Let me show you how to do this. I'm the one telling him you could be like Joe DiMaggio. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, nah, bro. Like, if your dream is to be a nightclub DJ, no disrespect, but that's not, you know what I mean? Like, there's, there's bigger, there's, there's bigger shit to aspire break to. Higher than like, that. Don't want to, don't, don't strive to be a pinch hitter. Basically, is what I'm saying. I'm just saying that Be when you're truck. at a level, way at a level, mm -hmm. where you're kind of like, 
shit, man, I'm, I'm not really getting close to that Joe DiMaggio, and you're getting towards a depressional state. Mm-hmm. He's kind of like, yo, there's still ways to survive and brand yourself and get out there. I get that. And that, yeah. that's, that yes, yes. And it's yes. kind of like a realistic thing. Like, look, let's take what you have mm-hmm. and let's, let's make that work. Yeah. And because I think sometimes people just, I think the younger kids look at you and they, they think there's a formula to that. Mm-hmm. And they're really, it, it takes, what, 20 years? <laughs> it takes a lot. Yeah. And even, so, it, even at my stage, I'm still struggling with, you know, certain right. things. So, yeah, I, I understand. So, he's, he's trying to tell them in stages, like, you know, you're kind of like, you guys could be higher than me or better. You guys can be Joe DiMaggio. And I feel like Rothcon's like, yo, Follow yo. your dreams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like being zero to 100, and then and then Rock is like one through, through yeah. 25. But he's like, doing that shit, too, because he's selling hoodies and T-shirts, though. He needs to push that narrative. What, being important? No, I'm just fucking. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, Rent's coming to get paid. Rock-a-con, Rock-a-con doesn't have a two cents clothing line, you yeah, know what I'm saying? No. <laughs> is that your hoodie, too? No, no, this is a wig. No, I, mean, I was like, okay. You can I fucked with this brand. A wig, yeah. <laughs> woke. Woke Crace, we got. Woke. By the way, where did Crace come from? Um, I was what, what was the f- well, actually hold on? Mm-hmm. What was your DJ name before Crace? Because oh, you didn't boy. come up with Crace. <laughs> I know yeah, that. Yeah. My high school DJ name was Filero. Oh, God. You're That's Mexican. A, you yes. know what that means? <laughs> yes. What does that mean? What does it mean? Yeah. <laughs> Jamie? Jamie? Feline? No. Feline? No. Oh, well, filetto. That's like a sharp knife. Yeah. It's like sharp, a sharp knife. Like sharp knife. A shank, uh, basically. A shank, yeah. Like a homemade, uh, like a, homemade and, knife? And, and, no, just a sharp knife. Oh. Like a sharp object. Quick story for that. In high school, I used to hang around with the West Coast cats. Because like... Um, Other Mexicans and, probably. And, yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> like in, in high school, uh, this is when hip hop was blowing up. Uh, the New York kids, I used to hate them. Sorry. <laughs> I used to Sorry, hate let's have a table. Damn, man. Okay. What did you hate about the New York kids? Because they would come down to Miami and like They would act fucking, like big shots. Yeah. 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 Snobby asses. You know, they, was like, they were really snobby. And the, and, the, and, the, and the LA dudes, they were all kind of like low-key, chill. chill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you know, funny? they were like just, you know, they had a... Yeah, it was a groovy a shit. Was different just, vibe. And I was like, oh, these guys are cool. Like, they're not loud and, you know what I mean? Like... So I was hanging around with them, and uh, one of one of one of them was called Triste, <laughs> of course. Sad. That means sad, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Triste uh, means sad. <laughs> exactly. And he was always sad. Um, so, anyways, <laughs> he was like, "Bro, you cut like a, like a sharp knife, bro. Like your name is Filetto Holmes." And I was like, "I Fuck like it. that. I like that. That sounds cool." He became Mexican. <laughs> <out of Exactly. laughs> exactly. I was like, "I like that, Holmes." And uh, it was Filetto, and then. A year after that, I got with this crew called RBM, and there was this guy named Tone Def. He, he actually won the Arsenio Hall rap show battle. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> that was one rap show to Whoa. win. His name was Tone Def? Tone Def. Jesus. <laughs> exactly. Where was he from, bro? Miami. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he was one of those fast fucking fushnicking kind of rappers. He was one of those guys. Michael Machine. The Lyrical Miracle. The Lyrical Miracle, Hysterical, and Your Umbilical Chord. Um... <laughs> He, Eminem he, fan. Eminem fan. Eminem yeah. fan. <laughs> I was throwing that. And so he was the one that named me Craze. And I, I just wrote it down. I was like, that looks dumb. That's my new name. Stuck with it. Mm, nice. No special story. <laughs> well, first, Bell and Filetto, bro. <laughs> you did well. I should go back to Filetto. That should, that should be my uh, that new should alias. Be alias. Yeah. For EDM World. Yeah. yeah. Filetto. That shit sounds ill, though. I'm not going to front. Filetto with a PH. Yeah. That's the new Beats alias. <laughs> Beats alias. Word. Shit. Uh, is there anything else we want to touch on? Pause. Pause. <laughs> I actually had a question. Pause. Do you think that the like change in music and how things are a little bit more simplified also like kind of 
translates to the battle world like how people are more into like the party rocking aspect of like goldie wards like, and yeah, like uh three style, three style more mm -hmm. than like dmc do you think those kind of have a connection um i don't think well yeah kind of like people need to dumb it not even dumb it down they just need something that's like like you know with three style it's it's basically what i used to do with dmc's i would take songs that they knew and then flip them like in DMCs, it became a thing to make your own battle records and to like flip these records that nobody knew and it was just, people couldn't connect. With Three Style, they could connect because it's, it's a club set and you're doing tricks with records that they know, right? Same thing with Goldie Awards, like not the beat battle, but you know, the DJing shit. Like when Miles won, he won automatically because I was like, word, he's flipping, he's dissing, he's shit that I know. Like yeah. the crowd was feeling it. So I don't think it's dumb, dumbing it down, but I feel like using things that people know is the key. And I feel like I feel like there could be a dope DMC champ. He just has to like rock with records that people know, not just flip some obscure battle record shit. Peter, you were yeah. mentioning something about how Craze is able to judge two yeah, different battles. Yeah, you're the only judge for both Goldie and Three Style. Do you judge them differently, or do you see them differently, like the way you judge them, or are they kind of like the same? I just kind of look at it the same. Like, yo, the crowd is there. Fuck them up. <laughs> like make them go woo and make me go oh that was cool like you know what i mean like that's all i judge like i judge it on skills i don't care if it's a girl i don't care if it's anything what's the likelihood of someone entering the three style battle and not being able to scratch just literally mixing songs you think that's uh, possible yeah it's dope <laughs> three style we don't look for technicality like that you know what i mean i mean we do but it's not like you better scratch yeah you know it's like you got two minutes <laughs> like no it's like we we judge on who's dope who who kills it then like like when puffy won right everybody was like the geeks were mad they were like trapman was better he had more technical skill i was like bro in the fucking crowd like when you when we were there like puffy stole the show yeah he got busy he murdered it and he had technicality and he had just a different vibe and it was just like he he won by a lot <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. but, the, but the geeks were like, oh, no, he, he wasn't technical enough. I'm like, bro, it's three stars, not DMCs. It's not the place for that. But I, we do go in thinking like that. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, it has to, he, the champ has to have the whole package. He can't just be dope at one thing. Or Are you glad that the biggest battles in the world are moving more towards that way than just, like, the crazy, super technical DMCs kind of stuff? Wish, I wish DMC was still a thing, though. Cause like there's a place for for that. There's like you know that's the hardcore shit. That's the fucking that's the shit that I used to love. You know what I mean? Like seeing fucking people do some crazy routines is dope. Like it's cool seeing people do tone plays and wordplay and all that shit. But you know, I want to see more. <laughs> I want to see somebody that I want to be like, yo, I want to come out of retirement. This motherfucker's dope. You know what I mean? Like that's that's what I look for. But so shots fired at all the champions of like the last all ten years. Of them. All of them. <laughs> Fuck them all. <laughs> Fuck them all. I had a question. Uh, are you gonna do more battle records or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. got one. Cool. Oh, hey. Hey. you can edit that. Almost, yeah, yeah. yeah I got coming, yeah, I got one coming out. Yeah, soon. Bully breaks three or what do you call? Bro, it? I think I'm on seven or eight. Oh yeah, that, I, I forgot. I what got lost I'm in the sauce. <laughs> I, got lost. I was gonna call it the new one was gonna be like uh, Trump is a goblin breaks. Oh my god! Wow. <laughs> but then I was like, uh, I'm gonna piss a lot of his. Fucking they weren't gonna buy those records. No, 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 no,
I, you know, I was blocking Trump fans for a long time. Yeah. And then I saw my numbers going down. I was oh, like, oh, shit. shit no. Unblocked. It's not good for my brand. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, uh, coming from an immigrant household, was your parents supportive of the DJ shit or no? Um, or did they want you to be? No, well. Um, they just didn't, they didn't get it. It was just foreign, Yeah, right? my, my parents didn't get it. But my mom was the one always telling me, like, yo. Whatever you do, just be the best at it. Always say it out loud. She was teaching me the secret way early. Mm -hmm. Like, she was always about, like, say it. And I'm like, what the fuck you mean say it? She's like, say that you're going to be the best. Say that you're the best. Say say it. Put pictures on your wall with the people that you want to be like. Mm -hmm. Look at them every day when you wake up. You know what I mean? Like, that, all that shit. She was putting that shit in my head from, from early on. Okay. And, you know, she was giving me the speeches. But my, my, my parents... <laughs> Yo, my parents, I mean, I know my parents now, they, they know I was selling drugs and shit. <laughs> <laughs> because that's how I was going to ask you. Yeah, I was going to tell you, how do you follow your dreams if your parents aren't supportive? But obviously you sell drugs. <laughs> well, I wasn't moving weight. I was just selling nickels and dimes and shit. I don't know. Miami's tough. <laughs> nah. You were slinging with Rick Ross. Yeah, not, I was a <laughs> correctional officer for my ass. Um, <laughs> so I was just doing nickel and dime shit to buy records. And so uh -huh. people would come to the crib and I would hide it like i was selling mixtapes <laughs> but my dad smelled it and my dad my dad knew what the fuck he was just like yo there's a lot of dudes coming in and out of your room bro <laughs> he didn't say it like that he said it in here spanish. Every five minutes. he said it in spanish and he was just like there was, there's a lot of what's going on and i'm like i'm selling a mixtape he's like you selling huh? you make a mixtape every day for these guys <laughs> no it's the same one over it come on <laughs> you know, it so they knew it they knew they knew what was going on <laughs> But they were supportive. Like, and then were you selling drugs out of the apartment that you showed yesterday? No, 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 no. Oh. That was way early. That was Seawater. Yeah. Okay. That, that was that was that was yeah. The, then the the crib after that is where I that was in high school. Were you just moving weed? Yeah, just weed. Yeah. 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 I mean, calling it drugs like it was like I, I thought know. it was coke. I mean, to be like, honest, like heroin or something. <laughs> For like a hot second, tabs. But mm -hmm. tabs wasn't drugs. Like it wasn't like heroin and shit. Everybody, I mean, shit. Bro, I was doing acid in high school. Like <laughs> walking the hallways. Like. <laughs> what the fuck? That's the lockers melting. In Miami, that shit was like it was, I don't I don't, don't want to say it was normal, but it wasn't. Yeah. It was like a norm. It was like a norm. What doing acid in high school? Yeah, yeah. that wasn't a normal for me. No, kids now do. Well, worse. instead of Miami, uh, nah. it sounds like Miami. In New York, I wasn't doing that. Shit. Yeah, they yeah. wasn't doing that in New York. <laughs> no, I wasn't doing that. LA was, LA yeah, was on ecstasy heavy. And I mean, the was, was, was when I went to New York. Well, that was already after high school. But yeah, motherfuckers were doing acid in New York. <laughs> you guys just didn't I mean, know about it in high school. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah, New York in high school, wild. people were doing crazy <laughs> shit in my high school. Mescaline and shit like that. Mescaline, I don't even know what the fuck that is. It's like uh it's like it's almost like acid, but I don't even know what the fuck it does to you acid was dope i just remember mm. the mescaline being in like songs and certain like hip-hop song like Cur M &M curious songs. george one that was an eminem songs that was you know the, that was the the eminem era where we really rocked it in he was <laughs> our, you were stan you were the real stan yeah. I like how we ended towards him dealing drugs yeah. and, <laughs> and him telling kids to follow their dreams. Follow your dreams. Sell the drugs. <laughs> so nickels and dimes. Nickel and dime that way, bro. Now he was, selling ounces. He was literally, he was literally saying, like, yo, don't do this shit for money. Like, follow, like, be dope and do your <laughs> dreams. But find a way and to pay for like, Oh, yeah, I had to deal drugs to, like, you know, <laughs> buy records. <laughs> But it was working towards my dream. <laughs> you know? It was. You had to start somewhere, right? Different yeah. strokes for different folks. My parents were. My parents were not going to buy me records. That shit was expensive. 
mad expensive. Especially being an immigrant household. Yeah. How many, how many uh, siblings did you have? One brother, one sister. Oh, okay. I don't talk to none of them. <laughs> <laughs> we, we know that. But they're both Trump supporters? <laughs> nah, the other one's just a dick. <laughs> His name's <laughs> Dick. Jesus. You're probably like the most stubborn. Are you the most stubborn? Oh, You're my like family? super stubborn, though. Yeah, right? very stubborn. I don't have friends like French friends, friends. Like I, Zach is his only friend in reality. And they track. Trizzy, fucking. I got like a handful of friends. I have a lot of acquaintances, but I don't chill with people. <laughs> Super stubborn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was. I wanted to talk about your family, though. Like, uh, you know, obviously we. All, I grew up with immigrant parents. They don't understand. My mom didn't get the yeah. whole DJing shit. And then you spoke. I, I think in some interview about. Like your family being with you in London for was it the the third time the third or the two thousand uh, DMC joint yup and then how was that shit did they amazing <laughs> I mean was that like the point where they were like oh I get this shit like well I took my mom to Amsterdam in ninety eight for an ITF World Championship and like she that's when she first saw me in a battle and she was like she she was just bugging out that people knew me you know kids were coming up to me like you crazy. They're like mijo why do they keep calling me face <laughs> she doesn't say mijo we're not mexican <laughs> well, you are kind of filetto yeah she used to be like and she used to think uh smoking weed was like heroin and then when we went to amsterdam <laughs> same she was just like after that she was convinced she was like oh shit like you're in a cool scene you're not you know what i mean like mm-hmm. it's hip-hop you know, I always kept telling her, it's hip-hop, mom. This is not like... Take the picture, mom. It's hip-hop. Like some other shit. This is like about the love for the art form and all that shit. And like, she got it that year. She was like, oh, oh shit, you dissed them. And it was fun and it was cool. And you were friends right after you called him a fat boy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so was it a complete like 180 where they like started understanding? What, My like, mom, yeah, yeah. Going? She came home like, she was mad proud and mad excited. She was like, yeah, keep doing it. You're yeah, fucking yeah. killing it. And then... For the third year, I just I brought my whole family except my sister. She couldn't come, and my mom. Wait, who? I think my brother and my mom weren't speaking. They weren't on. They weren't just. They weren't. My brother's a dick, so they weren't speaking and shit. And that brought them together. And so, mm. like when I won, it was fucking. It this was is a mad two, emotional. The two thousand yeah. The third one. The third one. The third, yeah. one, the third <laughs> one. Yeah, it was like I remember like they announced the winner, and I looked to my side and it's like my fam and all the D, almost everybody was crying except wow. me. I was like, what the fuck? Why is everybody crying? You know, he was like, you just won three times and your family's here. I feel like Kobe Bryant. Three yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, that shit felt great. I was like, what the fuck? I'm out. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> Peace. What was your, do you say the second one was probably the most difficult one to prepare, right? It gave you most Yeah, anxiety? because I was, yeah, I was having mental breakdowns and shit. The third one was the third one was the hardest. Oh, the third one was the hardest. The third one, actually, was, even when I see it now, I'm like, what the fuck? fuck was i on that shit was i mean i was flaring with the needle drops yeah like i was doing some crazy shit like i was on i still don't understand how you did that (laughs) i'm dope (laughs) (laughs) yeah that that shit was i I think all my hardest shit ever was 2000 new slaves was dope because it had a message and it was dope because it was technically dope but 2000 shit was hard i like 98 too 98 was, that my, was dope. that's what changed my life. That shit was dope. That was, was a mental breakdown. Breaks, basically. Oh, no, that's when I was hungry, and that's when I was just like... Oh, 99 was second had a lot to prove, too, after, right? Yeah, 98 was... 98 was when, like, when the Allies got together, and I was... And I basically bit all the shit that Develop was doing, that whole style that he was doing with the beat and the sample and shit, and Shortcut was supposed to win. 
So I was on some shit. I was pissed off from the last year that I got, I thought I got robbed. So it was just like straight B-boy hunger. I was like, shit. I was hungry. And my intro was with Lord Finesse and Lord Finesse was hosting. Mm-hmm. It was just everything just lined up. Mm-hmm. It was dope. And that's the one that changed my life. After 98, I didn't even have to win the world. Just from the nationals, like people started calling me and wanting to book me in Australia and Europe and all that shit. Damn, that's crazy. So then they were faxing me. <laughs> they were faxing. <laughs> Pager. Pager fax. was going on. So yeah. with detox, when are you expecting that? This year? It's coming. Supposedly at the end of this year. He's I, saying supposedly like he's not the one with the date. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I haven't created it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I haven't created it. And then like me and Zach are working on a big project that's probably going to take a lot of my time. And shit, bro. I, I told I told Serato guys, I'm like, bro, it's coming. <laughs> It's coming soon. I hope by the end of this year. And I have all the ideas, and I have like the most incredible intros that have to do with what I want to say. Mm-hmm. So it's it's there. And like when I start making it and creating it, I know it's gonna happen. But just need time. Is there a happy like time limit that you give yourself for for one of those routines? Like New Slaves was I forgot like seven minutes. Oh, you mean the yeah? yeah this yeah. one I want it to be at least fifteen minutes. Oh wow. shit! Oh shit! At That's least so fifteen minutes because it's gonna be a story, right? And it's gonna be like, it's gonna be like a story on who I am and like how I got here and like my my thought process of making the routines. And I'm, I want I'm, I'm gonna do a, a I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a, a lot of different routines that people haven't seen me doing in a while. Yeah. Like and it's gonna be an audio book. It's gonna it's gonna be an audio book. It's, it's gonna be a movie. And Literally, I want it to be like a fucking movie. <laughs> well, it's gonna be mad artsy too. It's not gonna. It's gonna be like mad artsy. That's shit, man. Well, wait, 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 one more. Do you oh, think fifteen minutes is too long for the three style competition? Yes. <laughs> yes. It's too long. Yeah. Yeah. What would you cut? It I've to? always, I've always said that. Oh well, not always. I, in the last two, three years, I've realized that fifteen minutes is too long. What's a happy medium? I think ten. I think ten. You could do a lot. Cause like six minutes, like. With DMC, six minutes was a lot to show mm-hmm. a lot of shit. You got to show scratching, be juggling, wordplay. You had to show all that shit. With three style, I mean, <laughs> ten minutes is a lot. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you do a lot in ten minutes. So yeah, and after fifteen minutes, I feel like it's fucking what is it? Six competitors every night or four competitors? I don't know. It just gets. It's a whole night. It's a whole night. And by the end, people are just tired. Well, you can see in, in some of their sets where there's they're just plotting in fillers too. Yeah, just right. to keep mm-hmm. it like at, at keep the it time going. Frame, yeah. And it sucks for us when we're doing the shows after that because people don't give a fuck. Like, oh, crazy on, good, all right. <laughs> <laughs> We've already seen everything, you know. What I mean, like, shit, it's been like an hour of fucking. Scratch Bassett was explaining how draining that shit is, though. Just um, like judging it. And just like Scratch Bastard is the best judge, by the way. <laughs> that motherfucker takes notes. Yeah, he has like point system. He has a point system. Point and shit. system and everything. Like, well, how do you do it? Emojis. <laughs> fire emojis. Fire emojis. Four fire emojis and a weird looking face. Green, that means he got like green face. Crazy. No, I just I just sit back and just I'm just watching, and then I just kind of like take notes in my head. But the the last one, he came in and was like the guy I wanted to win. He was like telling me why not, and I was like, "What the fuck? You have good points." And then I was like, "Shit, I should be taking notes then." Like, and then the right guy won, I think. Mm-hmm. 
And who? I, that's the guy I voted for. <laughs> <laughs> now everybody say. try to figure out who Craze was talking about. Shout out Jake. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Jake. Who are you looking forward to for, the, who do you think is going to be the next one up? I mean, we're all, we, we just had Chris V on. Yeah, I think all, he might be the next one. We're all one. trying to champion him on. He's the, he's the boy. He's, he's the homie. Yeah. So you, I mean, are you not allowed to say that he might be the one? Or no, I mean, I, I wish he, I wish he, I wish him, he could win. I wish he's could win. I wish, uh, there's a lot of dope motherfuckers from the States. Uh, I think Jay was the one that deserved it this year because mm-hmm. he's fucking dope. Mm-hmm. Um, shit. That's it. <laughs> like, <laughs> those are the guys. I, Chris, yeah, man. I feel like with Chris, um, just a little constructive criticism. I know he's going to watch this. Uh, he needs to come out of his shell a little bit more. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. That's it. He, he got the skills to back it. He got the ideas. Mm-hmm. He got, you know, yeah. Dope, man. Dope. Hey, yo, Craze. Thank my you dude. so much for coming through, man. My dude, thanks for having me. Thank you, man. My dude, my man. Dude. It's definitely. Uh, I am politically a correct. I'm proud of myself. <laughs> Media train craze after this one. No more fuck rock the cons. We're putting that one to bed. <laughs> <laughs> well, we actually have rock the con here. He's gonna We're come out. <laughs> 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 I was like, I got my feet let on. <laughs> Shake that nigga. <laughs> Thank you, craze. Thank you. Man. Hey, big shout out to DJ City. This was presented by DJ City. Peace. Peace. Peace.